the White House, President Eisenhower signs the proclamation that makes Alaska's entry into the Union official, nearly 92 years after Lincoln's Secretary of State bought the territory from the Russian Tsar for $7 million. The Alaska Wild Project podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors. Barney Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. The exclusive home of Frontier Gear, built for the rugged Alaskan terrain. Your one-stop shop for all your outdoor needs. Visit Barney's today at 906 West Northern Lights. Big Rays, the Alaskan outfitter, committed to outfitting Alaskans across the state since 1947. Whether you're a recreator, parent, guide, or corporate buyer, Big Rays has the gear you need tailored for Alaska's harsh conditions. Check out their new exclusive line of Aurolic waders. Big Rays for all your outdoor gear and rugged work attire. BigRays.com. Tailored Restoration 24-Hour Emergency Home Services. Helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. TheTreehouseAK.com located at 341 Boniface Parkway, Alaska's own and grown cannabis and CBD store. Ask the bud tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. The Treehouse, where the culture lives. AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska, built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation, with exclusive products such as their sugar wax, full spectrum diamond sauce cards, and more. Ask your local bud tender about AKO. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under the influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For the use of only by adults 21 and older. Keep out of the reach of children, and marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. Lawn Pro AK, Alaska's year-round professional property maintenance team. Services include weekly lawn care, custom landscaping, fertilizing, weed control, turf repair, and more. Schedule your free estimate at lawnproak.com. Alaska's OG Cider Company, Double Shovel, crafting gluten-free colonial-style ciders, founded as a healthier non-inflammatory brew option. Drop by their pop and tap room in Anchorage off of 58th and Arctic or visit the second location in Kodiak. Double Shovel, award-winning ciders. Alaska Mining and Diving Supply, located in Anchorage, is our go-to for powder sleds and utility rigs. Whether you're in the mountains with the flat bill bros, running trap lines, or hauling freight, they have the selection to get you dialed from peaks to the valleys. Find them on Commercial Drive or akmining.com. Did that? Yes, I did. You were okay. Well, you know, you can't return that, right? <laughs> Non-refundable trip to Costa Rica. Like Coming guy, up. That guy comes over with that red glowing stick. Like, I was here. like slowly slid down. Like, I didn't do it. They're looking at me. I'm like, no, she bit, not me. When was, was that, though? Two years ago. I was going to say, 21. didn't you have to wait like over a year? Like, it, it was kind of off your radar. And then you're like, oh, God. Off that's my radar. Looked at year, the fine like print. Months from now. Trip expires. And James, like, oh, I'll just buy it from you. I'm like, non transferable, bro. Oh, no. Oh, really? How did yeah. that work? Um, financially at the night of the show. 
uh, we split it between two cards. Okay. And then my name was on it. So you, you just cut a deposit for the price, or you actually have to buy the whole thing right uh, on the spot? $9,500, whole thing. Right oh, then. shit. Mm-hmm. Oh. Let me, let, me get, let me get some miles. Three people? Four, Four. people. Yeah, that's, that's reasonable. It really wasn't bad, and then I saw... But they weren't secured at the time. Yeah, yeah, questionable. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And then the same trip, Panic. I think, at uh, SCI, the Anchorage event, the following year, last year, went for like $1,100 more. So I was like, nice. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't feel as bad. So you feel like you got a better trip. deal. I did. Yeah. Yeah. But I won't be doing that again. You've done it. Yeah. Unless, however, it's a really good deal and it's an awesome trip, then I might be able to be coerced. Well, one of these times I'd like to seriously go to that. Um, and like there's four people saying, hey. Let's book this let's, trip. We got this hunt, this fishing trip. Yep. We're down to spend um 15,000 3,000 per person and we're gonna commit man at, so at some of these bigger shows you kind of impulsed that one it did a little bit yeah. yeah but at some of these bigger shows like um the sci that was in nashville like there's all these banquet rooms and there's multiple auctions that go on all the time for amazing hunts and, and fishing trips and, and fishing yeah. trips and just everything and if you're like somebody that's looking to go get a trip to do something like that's the time to do it mm-hmm. because I like I stood in one of the rooms for a little bit and watched the auction go down and like great deals on yeah. like you know I figure some of them are pretty budget friendly when it comes to fishing trips yeah hunting trips guided that gets up there right yeah and depending on your species sure but fishing yeah to me seems like something that's a little bit more you know well they don't put them out like pre. Like, they should have them on the site. Like, we're going to be offering these trips. So then you can have, like, your group and be like, all right, we're going to go bid for this. They do. They do? Like, pre? Like, you look it up now? Like, the week in advance, maybe? It's it's more the convention that you're auctioning off at does all the marketing for you. So they're months in advance putting it out in catalogs and on their websites and things like that. Mm -hmm. So it kind of takes the pressure off. I mean, you as the outfitter could. You could be like, hey, and some of them do. They're like, Mm -hmm. hey, I'm going to be in this auction, this thing, but you can open up most of the books before you go and those people are actively shopping. So yeah. they have like the catalogs. Gotcha. They're, they're coming already. They're, yeah, they're coming with checks So then in they're hand. going. Yeah, it's going to oh, be like okay. this time, this block of things are going to be auctioned off and they go to it. Yeah, they know ahead of time. So, But that's that's a little bit bigger than Alaska's got. But these yeah. guys out of state, yeah. We saw people in there that just knew like they were going to this room at this time because that's what they wanted. Hunt that they wanted. Yeah, they want got that it. mule deer hunt or mm-hmm. that fishing trip somewhere mm-hmm. or whatever. But just an idea. Yeah. Did we ever talk about that trip? I don't think we did. Costa Rica? Yeah. I think so. Did we? Mm-hmm. We covered it a little bit. I mean, yeah. it was kind of brief and... Yeah, it was a short... I mean, it was a short trip. It, it was, was it five, five days? Three five, days? Five days and like two days of deep sea fishing were included. So we did brought our stuff and did some DIY. It was a little bit trickier. Um I think that we were maybe led to believe that there was going to be a lot of available and accessible mm. DIY stuff. That was not the case, but mm. that's what you get when you DIY. You got to figure it out. Yeah. Um, yeah. We did. Yeah, we paid, doesn't paid some people to drive us to some places and, you know, tried a few things. And it's like there's a difference in like DIY fishing in a place like Costa Rica versus like somewhere frigid. I mean, we could do anything there. It's like you're walking the beach in a freaking swimsuit fishing. It's like, oh, boo-hoo, I'm not catching anything. Yeah, yeah. bummer. You know? Oh. The <laughs> oh, Grab the sunblock. <laughs> just throw my rod down and just, yeah, lay down in yeah. the freaking sand. Well, in hindsight, though, could you do it on your own without, like, bidding and all that shit for cheaper? 
mm, or about the same? I'm not sure. I think it would probably be more. Mm. But it was a good package deal, I think, for what we paid for and just the ease of everything already set well, up. Probably a lot better opportunity to catch fish if versus <clears> just stumbling <throat> in there and being like, oh, asking oh, the yeah. local bait shop. Uh, yeah, and there isn't really any of that down okay. there. But like the deep sea stuff, awesome. You know, caught mm. roosters, caught sailfish, caught, you know, snappers, and it was... Weather looked awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never been anywhere hotter. Like, you step outside <laughs> and you just start sweating heat, right? and, like, yeah. hair, poof. Yeah, my wife said that's... What? Like, your hair? Yeah. Like, <laughs> the Philippines. And a pro. That it was just, like, sauna hot. Even, even locals were, like... I mean, we went out to some, like, local spots we're eating, and the, these people are just, like, sweating Was it early ass. summer? Like, May? It April, was May. May? Oh, yeah. yeah. And it was hot, hot for them. They were saying yeah. it was hot season for them, and, like, we're just these freaking white girl Americans over here that are just, like, <laughs> beat red in the face, and... Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, it was fun though. Well, how was the um, Arizona trip you just went on? Arizona was also fun. Uh, did get some snow down there, so Sedona is close to like five thousand feet mm-hmm. elevation. So a few winter storm warnings came through, and it does snow. The whole city shut down. Uh, kind of um, like the highways, like people freak and they don't really know what to do. And um, but it's usually like sunny and melted by the next day. Um, but it was cool. First time hunting out of state um first time on an archery hunt so i kind of um got a little tip on like a unit or somewhere in my unit to go check out so it was like an hour away from my dad's place um and it was i mean easy walking are you taking like a side-by-side or something or just just truck and then walk truck and walk nice um saw a few other people kind of hunting in the unit the same uh, but not many. <clears throat> um, You're going for? It was javelina. Oh, and you didn't see any? No. I saw <laughs> that's one. That's crazy. You yeah. see those fucking things everywhere. Right. 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 And that's that's generally how it, how it Except goes. Except when you're hunting them. Right. <laughs> I saw one yeah, uh, roadkill about a mile away from my dad's house. <laughs> yeah, so I'm I started driving. I was, like, cool. I was like, cool, that's what they look like. Yeah. <laughs> this it was just, laying on the road. Just on it. Dead. I know. My mom was like devastated that I was going to go shoot. A javelina so she like tried to she tried to um sabotage me by like having everybody pour like coyote pee all over all my stuff <laughs> not like on it but like around the truck and i'm like well you're so wild <laughs> um so yeah so lots of mule deer i got a, uh, those cool. images that you sent me i went ahead and <laughs> thank you send them there over. we go um yeah so i found that on mule, my muley? on my very last day i was muley out shits? and matching one yeah, so oh, I like that's cool. rolled up on one, and I was that's like, nice "Oh my too. god, this is awesome!" And then it didn't even register that, like, "Oh, maybe look around, and there's gonna be a set." And <laughs> then, After like, you yelled, "Sure, shit!" He's like five <laughs> feet away. Yeah, I found the other one, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is a great <laughs> consolidation prize." Girls nice. love their sheds. I oh, feel yeah. like you know, they look like just nicely bleached too. Yeah, yeah they're perfect. super clean. I, and I was like shocked. That they were still there because there's um kind of a jeep trail that I was cutting through. I probably that day did like five or six miles, and I started on the trail and like cut back, not on a trail by any means, but it was really easy walking and uh, but plenty of traffic on the jeep jeep trail. Just the one photo? Do you think down there the locals are that's like those things oh, are too tiny? I'm gonna leave them yeah, here. Yeah, I like that one girl that's gonna show up out of state. That's gonna be like these are coming stoked. home with me. I mean, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't know. 
Yeah, frick, I'd bring a backpack home of those. Those are awesome. I know. So, I, and I didn't see really anything else, but my dad's pumped to like because he's building a casita on the property and like figuring out a way to incorporate them in into that other house. Cool to incorporate the javelinas. No, just the shed. <laughs> oh, oh, gotcha. That gotcha, too. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha, that gotcha. too. Yep. Gotcha. Gotcha. The javelinas. So. But it was really cool. You know. Stop. Well, backing up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. You drew this. Stop laughing at me. Through <laughs> state of Arizona. Yeah. You, this wasn't like a banquet. Nope. Drew it. And, thing. and okay. even locals, they, they don't have like a open harvest, you know, for anything down at least. So in the state of Arizona, yeah, you have to, anytime you want to hunt anything, you have to draw it and win it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got a tip put in for this and, you know, they don't have like a, you don't get an email about like congratulations on your successful javelina draw you know it's like i got a something in the mail from arizona fish and game i'm like what's this i was like oh shit like that's cool <laughs> congratulations yeah so then i was like well i guess i better start you yeah, know and that okay. was like a month maybe before so there's just so many different application periods for different states you know so arizona is one that i'm trying to be better about like keeping up with so mm-hmm. signed up for like their fishing game newsletter so it's like nice. now open for elk and pronghorn so cool so i put in for that nice i'm um, just okay. you know because last time it was just chad like hey let's buy these over-the-counter mule deer tags yeah and i was like cool okay bought one. Oh shit it's archery only okay <laughs> guess i'm gonna buy a bow <laughs> and that's exactly what happens is and, it a point system there too or is it just I think I think you can. They have like a point guard. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They do have some draw, like draws, just like our our state. Because there, if you if you really want to get hot and heavy into the Western application process, yeah, Eastman Hunting Journal does a. Oh, hell, I forget what they call it. I should bring it in here and put it in the studio. It's like a supplement, but it's like a supplement on steroids that breaks down every state. Oh, my gosh. And then it tells you, like, X amount of points needed to draw for this. And then it has, like, Mm. the different chip colored, blue chip, yellow chip, red chip. It's technical. I could be wrong on that. Uh, Well, did they actually go hunt recently on their, like, app that they do? Like, their their version of... um, What's the other mapping? Uh, Onyx. Their yeah. version of Onyx. They have their own thing going. But now they have it like, oh, you're looking for this animal in this state. You can go on their thing and like click it and it'll tell you like, this is what you want to sign up for. This mm. is the area. This is out of state. The points you need. They've really like simplified it on that. I haven't really like browsed it. I've just been seeing people talking yeah. about it. I think Hunting Fool's been doing that for a while. Okay. Also. But they like, integrate it all into their one like go hunt cool. app or whatever. Mm. Cool. So probably much more user friendly than purchasing a book for a hundred dollars. But it's a really beautiful. Well, even just Matt, yeah. even, even just like yeah, looking yeah, at yeah, the yeah, ADF and G book. I mean, we look at it every year, so we kind of get how it goes. Yeah. But you give it to Navigate. some out of stater or someone else, they're like, "Whoa, where do I even fucking right. start here? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what is this?" And that's how I feel with every other unit. state. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's complicated, especially yeah. with the points and. Yeah. Do you put in? For stuff in other states? No. No. Last year was the first year I hunted out of state. And I went to Hawaii, Ohio, and Washington. Wow. So it was like just jump into three different states. And it was, they were all, all three were so different. And so how, I mean, yeah, we can get into yeah, that, those very ones later. Stories, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about it now. Like so, was- yeah, you were doing, was it a whitetail? 
Whitetail was Ohio, yeah, and that was crossbow. And that was basically like oh roll God. into your local sports shop down there, hole in the wall, and get a tag over the counter. It was super easy. Cool. Old school style. Yeah, it was awesome. Oh, that's that easy. was super easy. And you have a crossbow? Well, the guy that <laughs> <laughs> it was one of Brett's former clients and okay. and he has his backyard he calls it Black Death Adventures. Oh fun. So he's got his tree stand out back and it's his like private land come uh hunt out here sort of thing and so i had never hunted whitetail before so i was like let's go do this we'll run down there and shoot one or two and call it good and it was super fun i shot one on the first night and uh first was that your first time tree standing yeah i don't know how people do that 40 days straight and stuff (coughs) i hear horror stories dude i don't i can't sit quiet long enough and I mean, the squirrels are on steroids, right? And everything's just way louder. Like squirrel. Like the woods are loud. <laughs> I'm in full panic mode. You yeah. Know, there's, like, there's like ticks and all the other. Yeah, that stuff freaks me out. It was like 70 you. degrees in like late November when we were there hunting. It was terrible. Wow. And then Ohio was having that, what do they call it? Like the blue tongue disease going on or whatever. I haven't heard so of that. So there's like this gnat that they'll that like lays larva and stuff in their ponds and the ponds are all dirty and whatnot. And the deer go and they drink out of the ponds and then this fly or this larva goes up into their nostrils and will like, Start I don't know. breeding and stuff. Basically. Yeah. And like Gross. kill them, Jesus. but their tongues will turn black and they wipe out these like monster deer, like these oh, the awesome what's genetics. It are, blue what? It's called blue tongue. Yeah, I believe. Damn. But yeah, it's been like a huge issue and they lost a bunch of big deer down there. So we were watching them. We were getting updates of awesome looking deer on the trail cameras. And then we showed up and like, they were just gone. And he's like, dude, they died like straight up. He already knew. That sucks. So I had shot a nice eight point, but, uh, they, he was like, you know, this is the biggest deer that's come in (laughs) because these other ones just died a week ago. Wow. Is the crossbow work during, does it, is it during bow season? Does that count? Yeah. It's okay. an archery, yeah. That's I, I archery. guess that's what everybody uses down there or during this. It's a crossbow? This. Yeah. Oh. Had you shot one? Had you shot no. one before? No, I rolled off the plane. It was like 9 p.m. in the dark, and they're shining flashlights on a target, you know, like 20 we, feet away. Go ahead and, and like, practice. Yeah, shoot this luck. thing a couple times. Yeah, oh, you're good to go. I How shot it like two it? times. I mean, and then you you're up in a stand shooting at a totally different angle, so... <laughs> I mean, it worked. I killed it efficiently, but yeah. I mean, it was like, I did not feel confident. Yeah. Not at all, but. Did you shoulder it? Did you shoulder yeah. it like a rifle? Well, it's like shooting yeah. a rifle. I've never, okay, I never. I've well, never it's, shot it, one. Not, well, either. it's kind of, I don't, a little bit of shoulder, but I mean, you're in a tree stand. This is my first time in a tree stand. So you're shooting right off like your um, rail or what? Okay. Yeah. And yeah. your guard's so there. That, that's yeah. like a rest for it. Yeah. Weird. And, and then you're, I was shooting down. So, I mean, I don't know. It was. It all happened so fast. It was like weird stuff happening, but definitely no practice. Yeah, it was basically off the shoulder. <laughs> oh my gosh, so cool! And then we turned right around from that and hauled our white tail to Washington, put it in a freezer at a buddy's house, and then we ran up the mountain for Brett's Columbia blacktail. Yeah, he was I going remember. for his. Oh, cool. Yeah, he was going for his deer slam. So we did ran he get one? There. Yeah, great. We ran up, ran up. Like Mount Olympus area, so we're like way up, like six thousand feet. I remember, snowy. I remember, I think seeing some of your posts about yeah. it, and I was like, Jesus, we ran up, up there, threw the tent up, and then the next morning we woke up and we we're like, "There's a buck, we'll shoot that one." It was like right there, and it just went so fast, and then we were already we're like, "That's out. it." But their their <laughs> rifle season for uh, Washington, and I guess for most of the state, it's only four days. 
Whoa. Can oh, you imagine? So they just window. go and clean yeah. up and like Jeez. everybody's out yeah, just so sounding like a full range. Everyone's out. Yeah. I mean, there's just people everywhere. Ooh. So it's like, okay, I guess we'll climb to the very top of that peak and we'll probably see the less amount of people. Yeah. But that was the strategy. That was the strategy. <laughs> so we'll just beat everyone to the top. What was the black tail when you guys harvested that deer compared to like a Kodiak or a Sitka black tail? here was it very similar no they're bigger okay so he shot a fork and or a, for, yeah a fork and a young yeah. a young buck yeah uh-huh. i mean i don't think anyone else in washington would have shot it but like their bodies are way bigger sure yeah. we're going for species you know we're like meat yeah. hunters, so mm-hmm. you know but the first one we saw and he went and shot that one and yeah they're way bigger we rolled up and we're like this is the biggest <laughs> fork we've ever seen you know because yeah i've seen we go talking like a hundred pound, every deer. Yeah. pound animals probably. probably yeah but uh yeah, it um, their hair is a lot thinner, and they just have a different color, and then they have like more of a sprucey smell. I guess they're a little oh. different, so it's weird because you look at it and you're like, I should know you. But yeah, I don't know you. Yeah, you look like a weird step species. cousin. They're really Redhead pretty. Step cousin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah. don't belong here. They're very pretty. <laughs> yeah, no, it was cool. He drew that. No, that was also just a. You can go down over, the counter. over the counter and get it, but it's a four day window, so that's. Man, that's you're tight. battling with that. That's a tight, that's a tight one. Yeah. yeah, they're probably not that easy to find. So good call on just taking the first one you could find because you pass up if on it. It's meant to be. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and you don't find one at all, right? Yeah. Well, it's so thick down there too. And everyone hunts, you know, the log piles or like the logging mm-hmm. areas. Mm-hmm. And they'll sit there and they'll like come through there. But we didn't know where any of those were because we're not from there. Sure. We're not going to like walk around in the thick woods and you got four with days, elevation. So yeah. yeah. So we were like, we'll just time. go. We'll just hunt how, hunt how we know how to hunt. Yeah, exactly. And it worked. I'm like, hmm, we're in sheep country hunting <laughs> for black tailed deer. <laughs> I used to complain <laughs> about Kodiak and now I'm like, this still feels wrong. Uh, yeah. What is it with these deer? Why do we work so hard for them? What is it yeah. with you guys? <laughs> We still haven't figured that out yet. Mm. Welcome yeah. to Alaska Wild Project episode mm-hmm. 151. That's how we do it. 151. Um, today we have Emily and our friend Ivy O'Gwyn from uh, the TV. From the TV. Please, People I so hope that's not how I'm From the now. TV. <laughs> so Gwyn with two ends. Gwyn with two ends. Oh. Gwyn from two ends. <laughs> Crack two them ends. up. There you go. Thanks for coming mm. in, Ivy. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. Can we just uh, also congratulate her on first podcast? Oh, first podcast. Ever. Yes. First my first ever podcast. You know what? She was like. Gracing the world with my she voice. She was like, she was getting invites. You want to come on my podcast? Yeah. 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 <laughs> sure. Yes. Sure. But it was the mayor that sealed the deal. The mayor, yeah. The mayor. <laughs> Smooth talker. Hey, they, they say up here in Alaska, it's who you know, man. That's right. <laughs> you knew you know the mayor, you know Emily. Mm-hmm. I think if one of us would have like, reached out, you time. probably would have been like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Man. I don't know. Freaking weirdos. Yeah. Well, you know, funny story, we we're supposed to have Brett on, your mm-hmm. um yep. husband to be. Yeah. Um he was trying to come we were try- reached out to him to come on and this was like when we first started, so we didn't really have a lot yeah, of pool. First, first fifty or and so. And he was gonna come on, he wanted to be like number forty nine. He's a number guy. And, <laughs> yeah, and I was like, would've that would have been awesome. <laughs> but we already had like someone booked uh-huh. for 49. And He's then like, it, kick him off. I know. <laughs> and I was like, I, it was Justin <laughs> Johnson. I was like, I'm not telling yeah. Justin Johnson. Like, if you want to tell JJ, <laughs> yeah, man, like, go have guy. at it. I just saw that video circulating again, too, of his fight. Of so. his fight, yeah. 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 yeah it, I think like, Bob Lester posted it. It goes like, it gets real popular and then goes away and comes back up. Sorry, continue. So no offense to Brett, but we weren't telling JJ. What? 
Well, no. maybe now it'll be more of an open topic because he's like, wait, you're going to go on that podcast? Ooh, they asked peanut butter me jelly. that podcast a long time ago and I never went on there and I was like, well, I'm beating you to it. And he's really competitive. So now he's like, cool, I'll just wait and hear what you say. And then yeah. may- maybe I'll go on there. I'm like, whatever. He's but just going to try to come one up He's yeah. just trying. He comes off from like, you know, tough guy mm-hmm. sort of thing, but he's very like... Uh, he he's not a storyteller, so this is even just having a camera he's in front of him. He's gotten Alaskan way better. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's him being like, "Oh yeah, I would do this," but it, he would be probably a little nervous. Well, we'd still love to have him on. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. If, if, he'd, if he'd come on, yeah, yeah. he's got Invite's great stories, man. Yeah. Open and as you Brett. know, yeah. he's a legend. He's we got are, good stories. Yeah, we are at episode one fifty one. So I mean, so what's the next number you'd want? Two hundred. Yeah, well, yeah. Numbers guy? Oh, jeez. Numbers guy? I don't know. Yeah, what was his hockey number? It has to be an even number. I know that. So Even number? So maybe okay. one. That's doable. We'll do yeah. 200. <laughs> there you go, Brett. That's pretty good. When you listen to this, we're already booking you. <laughs> Wait, so we are booked through uh, March. So Perfect. I get on, man. You'll have plenty of time to We'll save practice. 200 for you, Brett. That's yeah. what you want. Okay. So, um, Ivy, would you consider yourself a TV personality now? People keep saying that, but I just don't feel it yet, you know? I don't know. It's been one season, and uh, yeah, yeah, I mean... I think that qualifies. I guess. It's legit. Yeah, tell maybe tell the people that don't know a little bit about... What do you do on TV? What you just... Everyone's like, she's on TV. Um, (laughs) Brett and I were casted, we're cast members on Mountain Men's new spinoff series this last season called Mountain Men Alaska, so is there... Season one, kind of feeling it out because their original show, Mountain Men, they kind of just have all these different stories and people going on from all over the country and then Mm -hmm. wanted to focus on more Alaskans. But um, I think it's the direction of the show is going to go back to its original Mountain Men and not Mm -hmm. Mountain Men Alaska, so they'll merge it back. So even though this was like a new show, it's kind of just going to go back to what it was. Yeah. So it basically had like not the type of marketing that, the production team like thought it would have and all this stuff. Cause they didn't want to like build it up and then be like, Oh, just kidding. No more mountain men, Alaska. It's just mountain men. Yeah. Mm. Oh, so it was I kind see. of this like slow slide in of these different stories. They kind of ended the original show short and then added in a bunch of new faces and just focus on Alaska. Mm. But this next season, so I don't know what it'd be. I guess season 13 is going to have us on it and it'll be our second season, but okay. it'll be we'll go back to, Yep. But is it going to have some men. of the old, characters yes okay yeah okay it will so the alaskan crew are now integrated into the yeah there are a lot of people that won't be on there Ooh, after make the the cut. Yeah. Ooh. yeah so they okay. yeah. didn't produce um all the filming that you guys did because i think like i saw you last february when it was in like the palmer ale house and i think you guys mm-hmm. were in the process of filming yeah. then so how many, like a month, a few weeks of filming? Like, what did you yeah. guys do? Last season, we filmed six episodes. And so it was like two weeks at a time, like once a month. So I think we filmed from December, maybe it was January to April. Um, wow. And so we'd have them come out. But uh, this year, we're up to eight. And so we'll be doing more this winter with them. And we have different teams. And I think... I think this next season's going to be more our authentic selves as we're like all trying to figure out like our stories and kind of yeah. like push our boundaries, you know, yeah. what, what we're allowed to do. And 
in the realm of drama and TV, right? Yeah. Because we don't want to lose who we are, you know, and yeah. that's a battle. Um, and then you don't know how that's going to be edited in post either. Yeah. You know, and how stories happen in real life don't get portrayed. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, so that was near and dear to our heart. You know, we're like, well, as much as we want to do this and it's a job, we don't want to yeah. change who we are. Yeah. So I think this year is going to look more like us versus last season. I've only caught two episodes. Uh, how many are out? Drama. How They're all out, now? yeah. They all are. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I got some catching up to do. On the yeah. History Channel. Yeah. For people looking to find it. Yeah. Yep. Mountain watch. Men, Alaska on History Channel. So enjoyable experience, though, for you, yeah. like, oh, overall? Yeah. yeah. Brett, feel the same? Yeah. I think this season's definitely, like, more enjoyable so far, and we've only filmed two episodes already. Um, but last year, I mean, we did a lot of fun stuff, not yeah. gonna lie, but uh, it's a lot of work, too, because we're super remote. And then you're bringing a production team out. So yeah. you're trying to tell these stories or showcase like what we do, but you're also setting up this environment where you're like basically guiding a bunch of people the whole time. Yeah. And making so sure everyone at your, at the cabin? Yeah. Like, yep. We lodge them and feed them and okay, I was gonna equip ask them with snow machines. They stay with you guys and yep. they don't bring their own like Arctic oven tent and stay in that? No, no. Okay, so, so they're staying with you guys is in your um, mm-hmm. spare cabin or whatever? We have an addition built on. It's a okay. pretty big place, yeah, okay. that Brett built when he was... In Wiseman, older. correct? No. Not Wiseman? Why did I think Wiseman? I don't know. I guess, like, what? the closest area you could say is, like, Petersville, but we're, like, way, way... We're more remote, but... Oh, why did yeah. I think Wiseman? I don't know. So you're, like, in Denali area? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. okay. We play around in there. <laughs> and so... It's a great area. More, more uh, new stuff, more of the same. You guys just like running the trap line. It's running the trap line. Um, without, you know, giving too much away. I know. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be some hunts. Yep. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. So we got some fun things coming up. Like personal hunts, like yeah. for both of you. Yeah. Like cool. Basically, harvest type? Yeah. Yeah. Basically, that's when we do all of our hunting is in the wintertime. For cool. ourselves, for our personal harvest. Yeah. Because yeah. every other opening we have is for clients, basically. Yeah. Right. And that was that, and that's probably not going to be part of the deal, like following Brett out with clients. And yeah. No, not that. No, no. No. We're trying. It's funny. The the network in general, they're just trying to work with our schedule, and we're like, we have like such tiny windows open because we've just really grown together just yeah. combining what both of us do and um yeah so trying to even just fit in a tv show it's like just our side gig right now we're just like whenever we can fit you in you know so what really what well else what's what is your main um i guess gig right now that is occupying yeah. a lot of your time um, well i guess right now is the trap line and we have uh-huh. clients and stuff coming out with that right now cool and i have my women's retreat happening yeah, in like two days yeah on the 18th yeah and so yeah. how did you oh, how did you it was whoever applied it was whoever yeah, wanted but, yeah. to yep cool. i have three slots i keep it small uh-huh. um so i take three girls out and um yeah i mean they're just very unique and curated to just individual like run a trap line skinning um hide work all that stuff have um, you met them before do you know no. them previous it's just all three Ooh, complete risky. random strangers yeah they all book where are they Instagram. where are they from i don't know where everybody's from i know one girl's from nevada and i can't remember where the other two are at 
But um, last year I had a girl from Fairbanks, a girl from Kansas, and a girl from Michigan. Cool. So what these girls, when they come to do this, what what uh, what does it entail? Like, what are you running them through? I know you said the trap line and some, like, skinning stuff mm-hmm. and just basic, like. Yeah. They come out and they ride snow machines and they learn how to set traps for multiple different species. We target, like, 10 different ones uh-huh. up in our area. And our trap line's roughly 230 miles of area that we run wow. in. Wow. Yeah. And productive too, right? It's, well, it's productive because we cover a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. Guys, you guys bag a lot of critters. Yeah. So when you do the trap sure. line, do you have like little stations, like you'll go 100 miles and you can stay there, or you like run on that whole loop in one day? Well, we run the whole, we split it up day by day because we're out there all winter long. So, okay. you know, I, I'd say each line gets checked every four days probably, okay. um, and some more than others. But, um, no, we cover all of that in a week, I'd mm-hmm. say, just kind of based off our schedule. Um, but on our last season uh, on TV, um, Brett had bought a property, like, further out, like, 80 miles as the crow flies. Okay. Um, oh. And so that's kind of, we call it our outpost cabin. Cool. And so oh. it's kind of like this connection where we can, like, push even further. Gotcha. And yeah, it's like a then have all this untouched thing. area. Yeah. Mm. Yep. And hunt out of there too. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah but that's nice. So we're growing. growing. Cool. And does Brett help you like run these women's groups? Oh. Brett loves women's retreat. Oh my <laughs> gosh. He, it's his it favorite seems like Adam, It seems like Adam loves game. them too. Yeah. Jenna. Oh yeah. Yeah. Why, have, wouldn't, yes. why wouldn't you? Yes, exactly. Well, Adam, he was like, okay, if you're going to have girls trip, then I got to have boys trip. Where Brett's always had boys trips. He's always yeah. bringing clients out. And then uh, I did that the first year, and I was just, like, really lonely. Like, this was before Starlink, you know? So I'm, like, just yeah. out with men all the time and away from my family and my social life. And I was like, how do I get women coming out and doing this stuff? And so that's kind of what, like, sparked the idea there with, like, yeah. I want to bring a bunch of girls out that are interested and do this. And um, it just kind of took off from there. But um, he was totally on board, has been super supportive. And then after the first retreat we had – He's like, man, girls are awesome. Man, I love girls yeah, retreats. because they listen. You know, yeah. like they're like yeah. super they engaged. They don't know all, act like yeah. they know everything. Yeah. Right. Tell them stuff. Everyone's really positive. They're helpful. <laughs> they're clean. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they all just think he's like the coolest. You oh know, they're like, gosh. we love Brett. And I'm like, yes, I know. And I'm like, don't <laughs> inflate his head any more than it already is. But uh, yeah, he loves the women's retreats. They're fun. So this will be a good week. So this will be the second year you've done it? Yep. Okay. And will you do just one week? Yeah. Our best, January is the best month. Mm-hmm. And then I still want to leave weeks for him to have his normal like clientele and stuff. Yeah. Um, and have those opportunities. So right now it's just one. And uh, if it grows and stuff, then I might do more. But they'll just have to look a little bit different. Yeah. A lot of our fur closes mm-hmm. the end of January mm-hmm. in our area. So we're kind of limited. And there's clients. That's like, what that was my question. So he has, yeah, he has yeah. clients that come yeah. to like run a trap line, like trapping yeah. like trapping clients, like yes. a hunting client. Yep. L- I didn't even know that was a thing. Well, it's not really. He kind of was the first one to do it in Alaska. And Mm. the guy that got him on it in the first place, he has a bunch of Canadian friends and a lot of them he's met through SCI. And Uh so Mm. there was a guy in Canada that was doing it for quite a number of years and kind of gave him the idea and was like, cool, if people are interested. And they were. And now you'll see there are, there are a couple 
in Alaska yeah, starting now to, that are starting doing to pop it. up. Yeah, but so Brett's is there been any doing other it like ten years or so now? Special, I mean, other than having like a guide's license, any other like special permitting or licensing you like have to have? Other than a, your like annual hunt trap license, because sure. there's no like week trap license, yeah. right? So if you're non-resident, you got to have. It's basically all one thing, so it's a hunt trap license. Cool. So you got to have that, and then you know they can ptarmigan hunt and other stuff going on there with that. But yeah, do they cool. put limits on certain species? Like you can only get whatever twenty of this or nothing you go go for broke i mean there's a limit on wolves but like nobody's getting them you yeah. rarely gonna fill you your know. quote yeah. on wolves right yeah and i i don't know what it is for our area off the top of my head i want to say there isn't one but i feel like that's really incorrect but i know like most areas it's 10 and we're like well wow. nobody gets 10 you, a day you know that, so yeah i'm not gonna say the yeah. unit but i think it is 10 well there for sure like down bristol bay it's 10 a day but yeah. I don't know about our area, but yeah. we don't even come close to those numbers for a daily quota, right, so we right. don't even, like, touch that bar. But What's well, the most, sorry, what's the most oh, popular, um, like, what do you get the most? Martin. Martin? Easily, okay. yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Our weasel groups, we do really well. Oh. In. Mm -hmm. little our little weasel groups. Yeah. Yeah. We do have um, some big wolf packs, you know, because we're by the park. Not we get wise, a lot of. No, not, 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 not the wise. <laughs> no, not wise. I don't know where that came from. And there's That's a lot funny. of wolves. I mean, there's. I've heard a lot of people getting them this year, so I'm glad to hear it. But yeah, um, they've really stomped out the moose population pretty roughly. Mm -hmm. I mean, on top of our two bad snow years, I mean, this one's yeah. just as bad. Yeah, we haven't seen any moose. Um, yeah, but uh, the wolves you have haven't been seen doing a any moose. And no. Not, no, we've seen one bull. And we've been mm, out riding around when normally good. it's like thirty. Well, there's day. a shit ton of snow, too, so, huh, this year. Yeah, and we didn't get a good freeze in the beginning either, so. That's right. It took us, we were even late putting Stone our line base. out. It was just terrible, yeah. Yeah. So. so what happens with all those furs you guys get? You sell them at auction? Are you making goods out of them? Or yeah. is, real, real, real quick, hold that <laughs> thought. It's no limit. Okay, that's what I thought, but yeah. I didn't want to say that. Wolves for wolf. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm. There's I didn't no, want to no say that on a podcast and be like... Well, I'm looking at oh, the okay. regulations. I pulled them <laughs> okay, up. Okay, cool. That's it's a fish. Uh, and, it's and a it's fish. Okay, uh, I'm looking, at, I'm looking at a variation of units, uh, which I'm pretty sure I'm looking at your guys' unit. Yeah, I don't think it changes till end of March. I know it closes, and then when it opens back up again, there's limits, but for this time of the year. Okay, so you guys think. close March or April? Maybe it is April. No, I don't know. End is that the Trapper book? Because mm -hmm. yeah. so, there's different. There's the hunt version, then there's the trap. I'm version. looking at the trapper rigs. Yeah. yeah. Is it April now? Uh, there's two different. Yeah. Either way, end of Either March, way. Right yeah, ever, yeah. there's no limit. And <laughs> Basically, I'm surprised. Basically, by I'm the surprised. end of March, we're done. <laughs> it must just be actually that challenging to get I bet. animals to not put a limit. There's not just a mention, lot. Not to there's mention, of outside them. of the fur bearer industry and mm -hmm. what that uh, opportunity creates for trapping, it's awesome predator control. Oh, yeah, absolutely. At its finest, when they're, mm -hmm. like, the most active and most vulnerable to um, harvest, yep. I would say. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. I, well, I, know I think it's a lot so cool, too, that you guys are, like, young people doing that. Like, when you think of a trapper, you think of like this, old like, old-timer yeah. old mm -hmm. guy, not some young 
couple that's out there getting after it. And that's you know? kind of the Cobble mantra fishing too. for Marlin like last week. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Brett, Brett hates me for leaving on that. He's like, I'm out here putting all this line out. Yeah. And there you yeah. are, catching world and records. you're in Mexico with a bunch of your girlfriends glowing. catching trophy fish. Check oh, this whole thing, honey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said, well, somebody has to put meat in the freezer around here. Jeez. Yeah. Um, right? Yeah, Can no, that's kind of our loose. mantra with the TV show, though, is, it, you know, we're like, we're going to get a lot of flack for, like, having nice snow machines and, you know, everything that is entailed with, like, the romanticized view of trapping and what that looked like and what people like to yeah. see versus how it could be modernized now and how other younger groups of people can get out and do it and push the limits and go farther. So we're trying to show that in a positive light, you know, and be like, you can do these things and they do make these machines that help you do that and go farther and push the limits. And, um, you can make money out of it or you can just find a new passion and Mm -hmm. just do something in your winter times. Cause before, I mean, I skied in the winter, you know, but like when I could, and, um, this is in the last three years since I've been doing this, I, this, it's been the first time in my life that I don't feel like I get any sort of sads or like any itching to go out and do anything. And it's because mm. I'm outside every Actually single day, stuff. like making mm. the most of the daylight. Yeah. And I feel that. And it's fun. It's just fills my adventurous side, you know? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm doing Man, it. Right. It's really encouraging because this winter living in the city does the opposite to me. Mm-hmm. Makes me uh, resent it. Yeah. Like, I mean, I know you snowboard and some, you know, you get on ice fish a lot been busy parent and the winters i'm starting to like resent them oh yeah especially when you go to work it's dark when you get off it's dark just all of it i mean it's like been living it for 40 years but (sighs) i mean if you're actually had a a purpose well just an activity or two and the equipment and all the stuff and a partner and and the camaraderie and everything that goes along with an outdoor activity sounds fun well (laughs) an amds drops off our machines Hell yeah. <laughs> Complex condition <laughs> turbos. Uh, uh, shout out to Homer Skidoo. Oh, I love Homer Skidoo. I will say, though, we are on a first name basis by voice on the phone with AMDS. Just saying. Oh, they know who they know. Who oh, you they are. know us. Yeah, we bring in our snow machines quite often. But we're putting at a minimum 4,000 plus miles right. in the season, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I you just know. saw your new <laughs> your new little sidekick there. How's that thing rolling? Oh, she's nice. Ooh, I think yeah, you got a picture pull that, of that. Pull tur- that baby the turbo up. R? Yes. I don't know what the R stands for. I keep telling rad. everyone it's really it fast. Rad. Radical? Yeah. Ramathorn? Really radical. fast? <laughs> Freaking Ramathorn? Is that an expedition? Car ramrod? Uh, yeah. <laughs> ramrod? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just stumbled across that movie the other night. <laughs> <laughs> it's still just classic. as funny as the first time you saw it. It's if not loud. funnier, actually. It's oh, too those, loud. People are hating on the colors, but I love man. that color. I bought it because of that color. Yeah. yeah. That thing is awesome. I love that color. Brett's combo. like, you would get the most expensive snow machine because of the color. And I'm like, yes, I would. And we're going to get all the accessories. Well, <laughs> it's great, but you have to. When you walk you away to. from it, I mean, it, you it's can basically find it. my car. I told him, I was like, all yeah. winter long, I don't drive, and we're out here. So I'm going to basically you buy a car, that's buy my vehicle. Reliable. That yeah. works. And might as well have it look good, too. I mean, that mm-hmm. was just a bonus. Mm-hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. we Matches. needed that. I needed my own machine. Did you not have one? Yeah. I was using Brett's. Which, I mean, it's fine. We kept yeah. updating our machines, and then I was like, I'm going to get my own, and I'm going to pick out what I want now that I know. You yeah. Know, I've had two years riding different expeditions, and I'm yeah. like, okay. But this one, I mean, we don't have a turbo. Now we do, but 
he's gonna try to steal it from me for yeah. bear season and i'm like mm. mm. it's cool you got the, like the rod that. on the it front. can climb yeah like the, the that's that for like brush the heavy duty bumper yeah, yeah. that's awesome what are yeah. you rocking there 454 yeah nice i mean you have to yeah yeah when you're with Brett, you got to rock a 454 Casul. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> that gun <fun>. saves lives. <laughs> you got a Monta- Montana knife on there too, don't you? That one is a half face blades, but they're oh. very similar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Josh that, does that great sheath, work. Sheath looks. Josh it does. does great is that a diamond D um, yeah. holster? Yeah. Yeah. It's nice with the in reach there. We're just looking at all the accessories. Will you never Oakley know? Prism goggles. Jeez, you know I love. Do I do I pass cool. the fit check? Yeah. Uh, according to check. according to AK underscore Austin, you do. Yeah, check on <laughs> point. She rolls up. She's like, I'm a trapper. You're like, oh. What's up, dude? Dude, bro, chick trapper, modern trapper. I don't want no problems. (laughs) I just want to look like a dude when I'm out there, you know. Then I know I've made it. Yeah, they're like, that's a badass dude out there, and then you take your hat off. You're like, oh my god, God. God. (laughs) do you do you have a tan? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's windburn. Okay, because it's minus forty. Exactly. Yeah, I was just catching Dorado, Mexico. (laughs) Uh huh. So back Daniel's Modern question. Trapper. Modern Trapper. What do you... Yeah, what happens with the furs? Right now they're all piled up in my house. I did make a coat. Mm-hmm. We had a coat made with Martin. It took 52 of them. And I wear that thing everywhere. But nice. we sell them. I mean, I don't know. I, I guess it goes 50-50. I have a hard time letting them go. I bet. But uh, we make stuff out of them too. Like my girls, when they come in, they get hats and stuff. So it's all like a part of their package okay. and Very things cool. like that. And so we find ways to sell the fur without like actively like being like you can buy this pelt for a hundred dollars you know it's like okay how do we utilize it and engage people more with like what we're doing Mm -hmm. how do we sell trips i guess and then like leave with the most amount of stuff so you know when people are coming out as a client they're also taking a bunch of fur home too yeah it's not like a get rich thing no it's just like something to keep gas in the machine and 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 I give them nice away things. a lot, you know. Yeah. <laughs> they make yeah. great gifts. <laughs> fills fills the passion. Make tank, stuff though, with them. It? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I do for so, but where we're at right now, I just don't have the space to do it. So sure. In the future, when we build our home, I'll have a craft room, and then nice. we'll be telling a different story. But for right now, they're all piled up in my house. Yeah. How's the, the um, trapper cabin? How's the haters? Do you get a lot of like um, hate hate? messages or hate things 50 50 really i'd say more so since the show came out it's been more positive um i've been very surprised i've been waiting for the influx of you know you're doing things wrong or whatever and also alaskan trappers i guess it's a whole like war on ethics because we all trap so differently and we use different methods that aren't legal in a lot of other states and, and, and so they yeah. just don't understand it's the so naivety they just don't okay. yeah don't or they're like well why are you doing it this way when there are other ways to do it that are more humane or better or whatever the circumstances and there's just a lot of traditional ways that have mm-hmm. you've trapped for certain species that haven't changed because they're just very effective so you get you get a lot of people that are kind of desensitized to certain things so you know what somebody doesn't see all the time they look at and they're like this is so wild i have a really strong opinion about it versus someone who's seen it a lot or you know whatever but it's 50 50 i get you know i'd say last year i got a lot more hate when i was posting more like skinning 
in mm. flushing videos, like time yeah. lapses and stuff like that. I'd get like the Do you get groups. flagged and stuff like on socials. I, I actually have been a lot more this year, especially um, working with more like rifle content and stuff like mm. that. Like when I went on that hunt with Christensen and I would like to post hear about pictures. that when the time is convenient. <laughs> yeah, mm. anything with guns or knives or anything now it's all being flagged but yeah. that's their new algorithm that's not really people flagging you right that's just, just instagram's down. ai technology yeah learning yeah. i guess hmm. well i wanted to back up a little us. bit um great question though because Can we take a break first or you want to oh no no let's, yeah let's get a break and then i'll uh, ask my question after okay yeah, all right we'll take a quick break cool Barney's Sports Chalet, supplying hunters and outdoor enthusiasts with the highest quality gear and equipment since they opened their doors in 1963. Barney's carries exclusive brands such as Alpaca Rafts, Sitka Sims, XO Mountain Gear, Hilleberg, and much more. Barney's prides themselves with keeping a huge stock on hand of various top-of-the-line tents, footwear, sleeping bags, optics, cross-country skis, just to name a few. Barney's is also the exclusive retailer of Montana Knives, Seek Outside, Kafaru, Stone Glacier, and their in-house brand, Frontier Gear of Alaska. Barney's has a superior selection of top-rated boots, sleeping bags, dry bags, mountaineering gear, electronics, and accessories. Need freeze-dried food or mountain snacks? They got that too. Barney's now has an amazing new paperback catalog available for in-store pickup or online order. Visit them today at barneysports.com, or even better, stop by the store in Anchorage at 906 West Northern Lights. If you want the best, there's only one name in the game, Barney's Sports Chalet. Alaska Mining and Diving Supply, located in Anchorage for 47 years, has expanded three stores. The main store, the largest Skidoo sled dealer in North America, also has Can-Am, Sea-Doo, Climb, Suzuki Outboards, Honda Outboards, Generators, and Snowboards, Kingfisher Boats, and so much more. Alaska Motorsports and Equipment just next door, which was previously Anchorage Suzuki Arctic Cat. For all your Arctic Cat, Suzuki ATV, Asvarna, Generac, Mahindra Tractor, and now Argo Pro and Sasquatch needs. And to round it out, also next door, the brand new Alaska Mining Superstore. For the largest selection of recreational and light commercial mining equipment anywhere, period. The Treehouse AK, your one-stop dispensary located at 341 Boniface Parkway. When you pull up to the Treehouse, you'll notice the beautifully hand-drawn art by Alaska's own Ted Kim. Once you get inside, you're going to see many of the same people that have been there since they opened. The bud tenders know you and what you like and what new product you should be checking out. The store is super clean and the music's always on point. The Treehouse and local owner Josh Boots is a staple in the cannabis culture through his music, community givebacks, and a lifetime desire to bring the people of Alaska the best products available. The Treehouse always has at least 25 strains available, and they're all shown prominently deli style in clear, openable jars so you can see and smell your options. Other products include edibles, concentrates, vape carts, pre-rolls, flour, dab rigs, and anything else you need, they got it. They also have some pretty sick merchandise for sale. Check out thetreehouseak.com, or better yet, stop by the Treehouse today and get started on their loyalty program. Remember, you must be 21 years of age to enter their store, the Treehouse, where the culture lives. Yeah, so they expected you to go out and just hunt anyway for the content? Yeah, well, they come in, the show comes in with a storyline. They're like, hey, yeah. this is what we're expecting, what we want to cover. There and, you go. um... 
And we're like, yeah, well, we're not going to be able to do this moose hunt, you know, because this is when our wolves come through. The wolves come through every 10 days. And uh, they're like, all right, well, we'll follow you around and we'll see what happens. And um, sure enough, I mean, within that hour, we had three wolves hit three different spots. They'd been mm. in there maybe 30 minutes. And so, you know, we're going up, dispatching them. They're filming the whole thing. Mm. And so day one, we're just like three wolves down, boom, boom, boom. You know, and wow. we're like, this is what we do. Cool. Like we're sharing this and they film the mm. whole thing. And mm. these are like Montana boys. And they're like, oh yeah, this is awesome. Right. Yeah. And uh, they're like, you guys are really doing it. <coughs> and then um, that whole week of work goes to the network. It goes, you know, from Montana to New York and sits with history channel or like sits with a group of people like over that and they're like they're like hell no they're like we can't show this on tv so basically that whole like week that we did was for nothing and all of that you know so uh, yeah i mean people don't like to see wolves and things and mountain lions that they can't show it i get it i get why it's because the the media pushes the fact that they're like yellowstone and they're um going extinct and you know that Mm -hmm. agenda they're pushing that agenda and they're wanting to bring wolves back into these states and um people just think that they're this they're a fuzzy cute dog yeah yeah, a domesticated dog and that's not what they are at all and they aren't seeing how they're affecting deer populations and so on and so forth so it is sad that you can't tell like the true story but maybe over time that will change who knows well in our it's different up here in terms of the wild country that the animal has in terms of its habitat. Yeah. You know, Montana's a lot smaller, a lot more people. And it's There's a lot very of difficult to, that, to trap wolves. They are the hardest. Oh, they're so smart. Species. Oh, Everything is related around scent. I mean, you have to really make them make mistakes to get one. Yeah got to really know. outsmart them. Absolutely. You're not in their on own the territory before you go out on the line. No. <laughs> no. She's I would get loose, in trouble. Some loose blood on her, yeah. on her climb jacket. I'd be in yeah. so much trouble. Yeah. Don't you do that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I had a question earlier before the break. So you guys stack up the, the hides. So are you guys not fur bearers? Do you not consider yourself... Fur bearers in terms of like, are you part of the fur bearer industry and do you sell some pelts to help cover costs? I mean, do you have... We used to. Okay. Brett okay. was Brett was very um, involved back when um, it was going for a lot higher of a price. And, okay. He, um, was, he was like making part of his living off that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And he, he was a top lot um, trapper. So I, that, yeah, I can tell. So his pelts would... Um, you know, they would go as like number ones. Okay. Um, terms yeah, of so quality, they were, yeah, how he cared so they for were them, very the, highly sought did. after okay. and sold for top dollar. Yeah. All right. Um, but then that fur market dropped. Um, yeah. And it's just never been the same since it's coming okay. back, but mm. we watch it and you know, um, sometimes pre- he'll sell sheds and things like that. Like it, um, for Rondi and stuff like during that time, but cool. So would you say a lot of the stuff that maybe you see at Fronde was a lot of his products? Yeah, uh, just not in the last couple of years. Okay. Not to, I guess not since I've come into the picture. Okay. I kind of, I mean, before he just had piles and now I'm like, I have ideas with them. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. So oh, now yeah. we're you're, hoarding, yeah. you're hoarding all the furs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your treasures. So it's changing. We do bring a bunch to like our shows. So like SCI, when we go to yeah. Nashville, we'll have a bunch of them hanging there and people oh, will come cool. by them and stuff like that. But Cool. And then I have just from taxidermy and when I was working in that field for quite some time, 
I've made a lot of out-of-state connections and people will call me all the time and be like, hey, I want a wolf pelt, you know, this is what I'm looking for. And I'm like, cool, yeah, this is what I have. So I sell through word of mouth and stuff like that. Or Instagram, people will message me, be like, I want some beavers. But yeah, it's it's not, we're not like selling on the market. So you harvest them out in the um, field, um, skin them, flesh them, salt them, and then tan them out there? Or do you pretty much just let them freeze up and then- Okay. I send them out. I mostly send them to Moil Mink and down okay. in Idaho, and they do most of our tanning. Oh, I see. Like a bulk. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're flesh salted up, yep. frozen, and then- No, they're oh. all dried. Oh, okay. Yep. Dried. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you got to haul them out from the cabin mm-hmm. to the truck- to town, the mailbox to the airport <laughs> <laughs> holy smokes i drive them down yeah. to idaho handle yeah. 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 but we're used to that we haul everything to and from the cabin mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. even our house in wasilla is a cabin well the re- they're point, all dry point so I was we making haul water everywhere wasilla's dry yeah oh that's cool yeah so we haul our water to and from i'll haul water from our cabin to Wasilla. You're going to oh fill God. up here Very at the studio? Miles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys I'm going to take some of these. Oh, water over there. Yeah. <laughs> Donated by well, the podcast. Thank the, you. Shout the out. reason why I asked is just because, I mean, if you really think in depth of the process that it's taking to go set up a trap, run the line, Start cover your tracks and job. scent and the whole thing, yep. load them up, bring them in. I mean, mm-hmm. what a, what a, like you have to love that because that is not an easy thing. Yep. I mean, just skinning stuff alone is hard. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have ever skinned a mink or a beaver. No, it's you know, probably you just skin so a bear or intricate. something. It's like a big animal. You skin something. Oh that's gosh, small the big ones are hard, turn it man. Ears, big oh, ones yeah, harder turn than the smaller yeah, ears and nose and lips work, and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're not doing that work unless you're going to sell it as a taxidermy mount. And okay, so good point. You kind of have to have an idea. So there are some that I look at that and I'm like, ooh, I'm going to keep that one for you know, and yeah. have its potential for a full mount. But mm-hmm. most of the stuff is garment, set up for garment. So okay. I'm not spending a lot of time turning all that. And um, with stuff tiny like weasels, their skin is so thin. Uh-huh. A lot of it, you can just kind of open it up with your fingernail, you oh, know, so you're not having to do a ton of knife work. Okay. Yeah, you're so not you with can the get by. On just like, mm, yeah, to. no. And even, I mean, okay. the face is going to make it through tanning too. Yeah. Through the most part, you're not going to mm-hmm. have like a lot of slippage with a lot of stuff. So but Ivy's okay. actually working on my black tail from Kodiak. She's black. next oh, on my yeah. list. Cool. Nice. Yeah, that's, yes. that's going to be. Uh, like a shoulder know, mount or something? Yeah. I was going to, I did. We're doing a shoulder mount. I figured like for each of, you know, one of the species that I get, like a figure shoulder mount, would be cool. So, but oh, then you went and shot a bigger one this year. I did. Oh, jeez. Yeah, the one she got this year was. I was really like, nice well, problem. I haven't mounted yours yet, <laughs> yeah. so <laughs> you could do a little flip flop. <laughs> Christian has sure the mold will probably work. Has the euro that mm-hmm. he's gonna do for me for that. But oh, okay. yeah, it was funny. She we, she was a seat in front of me on the way back from Kodiak last year. She's like, "Ooh, can I do can I do one of your bucks?" I'm like. Yeah, sure. Please. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, that'll be a, a cool. Did you do your mount. goat too? Um, I have a shoulder mount of my goat from Valdez. You yep. do. Okay. And then my first goat, I just have a European. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what? What? Um, I know. Didn't you go to like a taxidermy kind of school for a while? That was like a few week deal. Yeah. What's What's your well, I worked at uh, Skulls and Bones in Soldatna for quite a number of years. And yeah. So that's where I learned how to skin and flush and do a lot of Euro and bone work necessarily. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, I've always like been more artistic, I guess. So 
I was kind of like, oh, I'd probably really love taxidermy. So I kind of stepped into that door and um, found a guy down in Idaho who's like a master wildlife artist. Cool. And instructs. So I went down there and basically would learn a new species with him. So mm. I have maybe like eight under my belt. Cool. But yeah, I've, I'm noticing that the more... As soon as I got done with taxidermy school last time, I'm just like, wow, our schedule's so big that I have no time to be a taxidermist. Mm. But like, also, what a perfect because normal perfect downtime side. is like trap time. Yeah, right? but like mm. a side thing to have to do. It's basically when just for our clients. Yeah. I, I offer that, okay. and oh, like, like what a cool specialty, you know, to, ha- to have when it's available to yeah. you to do. You know, because everybody knows taxidermy takes a yeah. while. Yeah, so you do it when you fit it in. You know, and it's funny because a lot of the stuff I've done too, I'm like, okay, I've done it once, I will never do it again. Like this moose I'm working on right now, I'm like, Brett, no more moose clients. I'm sorry, I'm not doing that. You know, yeah, I did a porcupine. I was like, no, no more porcupines. No more. You know, every time I do one, I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to do another one of those. So I haven't found, like, <laughs> my little niche yet. I mean, yeah. it's definitely the smaller stuff, like the first stuff. Like, I've done Martin and Lynx and stuff like yeah. that. And I'm like, these are cool. Like, I could do this. So even just to have that, a part of our trapping tours is cool. Yeah, but you and got that. And I can that, whip yeah, those you, out without a shop. Because yep, <laughs> that's my other that thing. I'm like, I don't have a shop right now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Shop, craft room. Gotta that's have, com- that's coming you, in the yeah. house build. <clears throat> you talked about eight under your belt. Are we talking shoulder mounts or full body mounts on some of Both, these? Both, life size. Okay. Yeah. Life size, yeah. Shoulders, yeah. You're doing a shoulder on the moose? Mm-hmm. So what are the eight? Man. What are the eight that you got? Let me think. Uh, there's a life-size mountain lion, a life-size lynx, a life-size martin, a couple blacktail, moose, um, goat. Am I missing sheep? Um, I haven't done a goat. Porcupine. Um, Funny a porcupine. Yeah, that, that one was. He's really cool. What, what was the request? I want a life-size porcupine. (laughs) So it's funny because it was Brett's and he's like, yeah, I want a life-size this. He has I mean, what good practice though too. It's like, who cares if you fuck it up? They're cool. I mean, no, I'm. You can order a mold? You can't. You can order a mold for yeah. They're a little funky. So (laughs) you gotta You gotta kind of make them look a little more realistic, but. Okay. um, Yeah, no, they're a pain in the butt because you have to. And it was funny because I brought it to class with me and it was frozen whole like in a freezer <laughs> and I carried it on the plane cause I didn't know how to carry on. I, I wasn't in. able to check it because <laughs> I already had a ton of other crap that I was sending down there. Yeah. And so I was like, kind of this fat. one's the tiniest and thing the I car- have. Isn't the carry on back? Yeah, so I brought you it to like TSA. A, like, a, like a dog crate, like a small little dog. Yeah, You're like, how did you get away yeah. with that? It was Down like in a bag, frozen, and I brought it through TSA. And so, of course, that was like a first for everybody. You know, they're like, what Red the heck flag. is this? Pat yeah. this chick down for sure. Yeah. No, they all loved it. They're, you know, I'm like, it's working because I'm leaving Alaska, right? So, yeah. like, they're oh. like, I get it. But if I was having to come back from anywhere else, it wouldn't yeah. have worked. But, uh yeah, no, you got to, uh, so I had to skin it, I mean, which is a pain in the butt because they got spikes everywhere. And um, yeah. and then you got to flush it like a bird. So you got spikes flying around everywhere and stabbing you. And then you got to wash yeah. it a bunch of times. And, so yeah, can, they're like, a pain. roll it on the two by four with the blade and There really it, is like no it's... salvaging your fingers when you're working with them. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't realize how many little like pokey things they have until you're like working really intricately with one. Like yeah. all the way up around their eyes, around their nose. They have I mean, quills they have, built oh, in yeah, all the way around? Everywhere. Yeah. Wow. It's very interesting. They're a very cool <clears throat> animal. Do you ever, they ever get um, hooked up in the traps? 
Um, no, not usually. <clears throat> Just no. like by mistake or whatever. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. Are they because they're out in the winter time, right? Yeah, no, they're out. Yeah. We'll see them. They're yeah. up in trees and wandering uh-huh. around, but no, they don't get in our traps at all. Okay. Mm. I say that and I'll probably freaking yeah. yeah there. It's gonna be full. You're gonna <laughs> have oh, like thirty porcupines. Jinxed us. Yeah, ne- probably put one in there for me. <laughs> thirty porcupines. Yeah, no, they're cool. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's just the list is growing with the species there, but cool. Yeah, that's just a cool now skill to have. Cool skill to have in your back pocket, you know, and to yeah. offer. It's fun. I've mostly just done all of our stuff and then yeah. friend stuff and mm-hmm. a couple clients, but yeah. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Can we backtrack? Yes. Like way back. Yep. Like we didn't even get to like Ivy's history um at all. Oh, yeah. Um growing up in Soldatna, correct? And I was just thinking about the um, fishing thing she was talking and about. And commercial shooting. fishing mm-hmm. and Alaska native? Yes. Yeah. Yep. All right. Yeah, there we go. That's the bullet that point. Is um yeah, I grew up in Soldatna. Uh, but my mom's side of the family is from Agigik in the Bristol okay. Bay region. So okay. that's where my Lutic heritage comes from. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I've spent every summer there ever since I was born. So I've, it, it's always been home for me. So I have basically two homes. <laughs> You've got <laughs> like four homes. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Isn't that Growing. the dream that you have like homes all over Alaska? Yeah. Like, yeah. This is, I'm going yeah. to this home or this for home. Sure. Um, yeah, no. So I, I grew up out there and you know, it's very like wild west alaska and you know you're riding four wheelers around everywhere and fishing and doing all the fun stuff with your cousins and you know just getting into riffraff but uh i went to i grew up in soldatna went to school at skyview high school and it's no longer a high school it's like a junior high now is it really yeah they merged a couple years after i graduated so it became so high kind of adopted everybody got it Mm. so i was a lot kind of the last years at skyview and um yeah i did uh basketball and track and cross country and and then uh, that kind of led me into UAA on a running scholarship so I ran there my four years in college um, I was pretty decent it was when um, our running program the UAA running program was really kind of growing there was like we were my years were kind of the ones to really take the program and run with it <laughs> <laughs> what did what did you what what did you run I was mid-distance, so 1,500, 800 meters, and then cool. I would run a 5K and 4 by 4 whatever they'd throw me in. Cool. Um, yeah, and so that's how I met Dallas, and mm-hmm. we became good friends because she was our media girl. Oh, yeah. You know I was ready for that. Pretty close, like commercial fishing community. Who else is there? Um, 
Haley. It wasn't Haley from doing that commercial fishing. Also, yeah, the, um, name, the name of the the uh, community definitely seemed familiar. Like, I want to say I could probably even find some old notes or something. Uh, Michael Andrew what Duda. What did she do? Do you know Michael Andrew Duda? No. <laughs> Big Iggy Gek guy. Michael Andrew Duda. Is He's that- an Iggy Gek? Yeah, he does commercial fishing every year out there. Mm. Did forever. Is that long? And then also Haley. Man, what's Haley's last boof, name? Boof. 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 Yeah. Boof. Boof. Boofin. Boof. Boof. Boofin. She did it too for a long time. Huh. Yeah. Um, I'm one of those, they call them like a mud person or, you know. <laughs> so I'm on land. So no, you're, you're land. You're land. land. No, I or, said um, I said net. Set net. That's what I meant yeah. to say. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. I said net in River there. So they have to come land or in river. So every in last summer, like you'll st- you'll do that until yeah. I've had a permit since I was thirteen. Cool. So that's I've always identified as that when people are like, "What do you do for a living?" And I'm like, "I commercial fish." And basically, it's just an easy thing to say. Yeah, yeah. commercial fish. Every other job had to just agree that I was going to leave all summer long, and so yeah. that was always mm. really hard. Yeah, you know, to find where I fit in because I didn't want to give that up that yeah. part of my life. Um, Good yeah. for you for holding on to that tradition and the roots. Yeah, it was so all that's a long, yeah. that's a long tradition. Mm-hmm. So who else, to, who to else, hold. like everybody in your family, mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, Yeah, more or less? I'm a, it's more the women in our family. So I'm a third generation. No, I'm a fourth generation fisherwoman. So my great-grandma, my grandma, my mom, and then me. Cool. And um, my dad did drift for a long time, mm. too. But then now he just comes and helps us with the operation, and now Brett. Yeah, love comes that. In he and does he that. comes and helps the ladies. He he uses <laughs> his vacation time from Hillcorp to come over <laughs> and work in our boat. <laughs> Wait, so, cool. so what's Brett has a a full? The, no, f- commercial fishing seasons where I get Brett back because then he's basically Brett is all things hunting, snow machining, but you get him in a boat, and I'm like number one right so okay. i'm like you're nice. in my he's world now the, he's the deckhand yes i yeah. love that he hates it Go but girl. he's he's getting really good um yeah so it's just fun i've always wanted to find a partner that would be able to take that time off and come out and do that with me and enjoy that with me and well, just like for him, he's able to do that yeah with he's you, like oh then you can go and do my that. open times out of the whole year are june and july and i'm like cool well, not how anymore. convenient <laughs> because yeah. now they are they're officially locked up. filled <laughs> now yeah so I'm very grateful that we're able to do that and just kind of collide both things together. Just yeah. switches it up That's too. It makes cool, it fun. But was that ever like um, maybe an option with uh, the mountain in Alaska to go the fishing oh. route? Instead? They're wanting to, yeah. So we might see that this summer. We'll see. Oh, I maybe cool. picked we up a cue. Oh. Something there. These are things I can't mm-hmm. talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a good, I'm a good investigator. <laughs> <laughs> digging up, digging up some tea. You are cool. Well, I mean, that's that's. Yeah. I mean, people it's love fun. their fucking Alaska shows. They just eat it oh, up. Do, you know man. what I mean? It's like they we do. could like have a TV crew in here right now, just watching us sit here, and then people would probably people watch it. Do. You know what I mean? I know. Well, <laughs> people do watch it. Yeah, so. people do watch it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Ivy, we got we got uh, who we got here on the, oh. on the screen. That grandma, on the? that's my oh, that's my mom. You'll make her cry when she hears that. I'm oh, just kidding. No, <laughs> no, no. I'm that's my, about this guy. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, we know him. That's that's my that's my boat security. Security, okay. security, security. That's, that's what the guys on the tenders call him. They they look at him and they're like, "That must be boat security." He just stands there with his black shades. He yeah. just face. He, mugs, just he no is very expression. like Bretsky. He'll be on here to speak for himself one of these days. But he's very Bretsky? like Bretsky. Oh, okay. He's very type A, very <laughs> clean, very organized. And I'm more like go with the flow, you know, like totally opposite. Mm. We very well complement each other. But in terms of, especially in where we're like hunting and things get bloody and gory, like he's very clean. You know, there's no blood that goes anywhere, right? So in a boat, you can't really like mitigate that. any of that. There's slime everywhere. There's blood everywhere. I mean, it's a murder mission. We're murdering thousands yeah. of salmon it's a crime in scene. a small amount of time. And so he's just, just always see. decked out. He's in full rain gear. He's got sunglasses on. It'll be a morning shift, three in the morning. It'll be pitch black and he's got his sunglasses on. So all the boats, they just laugh. They're like, this must be your boat security. And I'm like, yeah, it's my security oh, guard. Men in black. But um, yeah, my so cousin okay. on there. She and mom, fishes sorry, with us. mom. My mom and then our dog. And my nice. cousin, she lives in, um, she lives in Kodiak. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah, nice. So she's. She comes out and fishes with us Everybody in the summer. comes home to uh, do the job. Mm-hmm. That's I was awesome. wondering about your Boat dog. full of fish lately. right there, too. He's my mom's dog now. Oh. She loves him. Well, and you're just mm-hmm. gone yeah, all the time. I know. So basically, she got this gorgeous silver lab that I'm just like, obviously, I'm he's obsessed a good with boy. Mm. Yeah. And so I was like thinking about it the other day. I was like, where's Ivy's pupper been? He lives with my mom. Yeah. Keeps her company. They That's love good. him. Gives them something to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a dog. Yeah. Yeah. She He's happy showed, there. He's spoiled. She shows him a picture of you once in a while. This yeah. Hey, fa- FaceTime. I think yeah. yeah. it's just, yeah. just spent this last week with him. Your so. mom bailed yeah. on you. So, I know. Here's a picture of her. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So unless anybody has another question, I am yeah, very lots, curious about, okay, photo contest, Christensen Arms, you want it, mm-hmm. and then you got Ooh. to go on a badass... Oh, didn't you have a photo of that up? Epic. It was epic. What was the rant? I mean, it was just like... Three Forks. Three Forks rant. That place, I could talk for hours about that Had place. all it's the insane. things. That's, is that elk? Yeah. They is have that, is that elk. That really, they have really badass elk? Mm-hmm. Okay, I think I've heard of that. They have mule deer. They have pristine fishing waters. So you won the contest. Mm-hmm. So then after that, walk us through what went down. Yeah. So I won a photo contest. Which of, photo was it? It's Is a it picture open? of me in Hawaii holding. You'll have to go down probably. Okay. I, I thought I saw another photo. Yeah. You're going to have to work hard for it. Um, mm. Oh, we're somewhere around there. Maybe Top one right. of those. There it is. Go up. Right um, to the right, right there. Up yeah. The this one, so this like half selfie of me <clears throat> in the middle. This one? I think. Yeah. Click on that and then swipe through. Gotcha. I'll let you. One the, yeah, that, that one. one. That's the picture. So my friend Macy took that. She came on our girls hunt, and she's an incredible photographer. And she ran around with us and took That's a bunch in of pictures. Hawaii? Yeah. Yep. Oh, cool. We did an access deer hunt in Hawaii last Is that like year. A, like really a early, like sun up type photo. Yeah, that was early sunrise. morning or something. Yep. Oh, okay. Yep, sunrise photos. So I submitted Sick, that man. one. I was like, "Can I please post this photo for this contest?" She was like, "Absolutely." So I posted that, and then it ended up going to social media where people voted on like three photos in the contest and then that one won and um so i got to go and hunt with their team at three forks um with yeah, natalie you should go back to the deal yeah 
WWE superstar. Eva Marie, if Natalie, you will. Natalie, Eva Marie, she's super cool. Different different post? Uh, different post, yeah. You got to find a girl with fuchsia hair. She's up at the top. Hmm. <laughs> it's weird looking at my social media. Okay, go up. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's oh. different when it's on the computer, huh? Right, right there. Middle. Yeah. Oh, sick. oh, geez. Yeah, she's oh, super okay. cool. Okay. Badass. Okay. Yeah, she's yeah. a WWE superstar. Yeah, and she's new into hunting. So this was her second elk hunt, I believe. Sorry, Natalie, if I get that wrong. But um, Yeah, so her first hunt was out with Cam Haynes. I remember, yeah, she was yeah. on a podcast, did a whole mm -hmm. deal, and it was like she like bridged the gap for a lot of people that like weren't really yeah she basically was like i want to get into this can people adopt me and like show me how and everyone was like we got you and they like totally took her in but um yeah she's killing it and she's got like the right mindset and yeah. she's they're funny her and her husband they bought like all this acreage out in texas and they're like they have a farm you know and they're like we're just doing it like we want to switch our lifestyles and get yeah. hunting and get our own food and so yeah it was really cool to have so we didn't hunt together we hunted I mean, we were at the place, but we'd yeah. go off and do our hunts, and then we would, like, reconvene and at the end of the day and, like, talk about it and just yeah. what happened and, you know, the lowdown. And uh, they both were filmed, so I'll have a video oh, or, like, man, a film come out about so that hunt. Cool. But, yeah, it was awesome. I basically just went in and was like, well, I want this to be a content hunt for Christensen, obviously, so, like, I'm not out here to shoot a giant magnum elk. You know, this is my first elk hunt ever, you know. Yeah. If a nice elk legally walks out in front of me and the opportunity is there, I'm going to take yeah. it. And, um, yeah, so on day two, worked, we worked our butts off. And, I mean, the altitude was real tough. That was probably yeah. the biggest challenge for me. Was that Colorado? Or yeah, Mexico? so oh. it was Colorado. Um, the ranch, like the Wyoming-Colorado border runs right smack down the middle of the ranch property. Mm. So we were on Colorado side and it was a Colorado tag. So that cool. was cool. But yeah, I mean, it was just incredible country and yeah. I mean, we saw like this giant bodied elk way up there right before we were losing light, like 30 minutes away. And uh, my guide, he was like, well, we just got to decide, like, are we going to go for it or not? And I was basically kind of out the window where if I shot something by day three, <laughs> I could have it all processed and like ready for me to take home. And so Easy. I had in my mind, I was like, I don't care what it is. And I don't really want to shoot a spike, but I want to shoot something by day three yeah. so that it's all prepared. Because we were going to continue to travel. I had way longer plans after this. I was going to meet up with Brett in Wyoming, and then we were going to go all the way to Montana. So I was like, I want this stuff ready to go, and I'm going to ship it home air cargo, mm -hmm. basically. So I had a goal. I was like, I'm going to shoot something yeah. by day three. So night of day two, we see this big bodied elk. We have no idea what it is. We just run up and... I just freaking knock it down and I didn't know what it was till we went and found it in the dark and yeah it was like a three by three they you know he had like a yeah. little nub they're like it's a three by four and I was like that's a three by three but yeah. I mean just big good genetics nice looking elk tons yeah. of meat super and happy about I, it oh yeah I felt mm -hmm. like I hunted all day the two days and I mean, it doesn't sound like a lot. It felt like a lifetime. It's one of those countries where like you get a little piece of all of it. So I got mm -hmm. to experience every little bit. And that whole area covers so many different types of terrain. So I got to, I was, it was kind of the end of their rut season. So I was hoping I'd hear bugling and answering and things like that, you know, when we're yeah, calling. Yeah, that mid-October-ish, somewhere in that yeah. range? Yeah, yep. It was mid-October, I think. Is that it? Yeah. 
Yeah. That's yeah, my old. Congratulations. Old. It's nice. great. Dude, he eats so good. It's some of the best mm. meat I've ever had. It just tastes like sage and mint. The place crazy. is incredible, dude. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. But it was cool. I got to have it all. Like I got to experience the bugling. I got to hike in some crazy crap. And I got to yeah. see herds, giant herds. You know, I had like oh, 30 so elk walk cool. out right in front of me. And, you know, I had a couple where I chased down and just didn't like the shot that I was yeah. given. And so we passed on some ones and then... This one was like a 30 minute like murder mission, like run up the mountain and like Love it. get to sit yeah, down get before the sun goes down. Yeah. yeah. And it all just came together. It was really cool. So I'm excited for the film because it'll just get to relive that story. But yeah, and then you'll yeah, have it was that fun. forever. And then the whole rest of the time I got to fish this like crazy water and catch tiger trout everywhere. And it was just the best time ever. I had so much fun. That it's so neat. Sounds like a great experience. Yeah. It was neat. Did homegirl get her elk too? Oh, yeah. Sweet. On the last day. So, so day is it just six. you two hunting? Yeah. But what was her I name mean, again? Natalie. Her name's Natalie? Yep. Natalie Eva Marie. But, dude, she she's spoiled, man. She went out with Cam Haynes and shot like a nice six by six, you know, her first Yeah, not, elk, not and everybody then, can be like, and I want to learn to hunt. Who should I go Yeah, Cam Haynes, here you go. She had a giant one walk out in front of her too at 90 yards, a six by six. So she's like, oh, those, those three by threes are tiny. And I was like, Natalie, I shot a three by three. And she's like, oh, no, 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 yours was but big. But not yours. I was, like, I was like, no, no, <laughs> it was. No, so she did, she shot a nice five by five. Wow. Um, Or, yeah, on the last day. And um, yeah, so we got it all done. Pressure was off. Cool. But it was fun. That looked like an amazing, I was definitely like, oh my That God. place is insane. They have, um, the owner is friends with the people at Mayo Clinic, like when they first like started building Mayo. Huh. And um, so he has a facility built underneath the ranch where you can literally go and get like screened for cancer and like all sorts of stuff. They like basically oh like as a guest at the lodge, you could just go and have all these like crazy health screenings done and like... They have one of three, yeah, yeah. They have Guess one of what, three hydrogen oxygenated pools in the world at this Whoa. ranch. So the water is so oxygenated, you can just like sit in it, and it's like being hooked up to an IV. It's crazy. So you'd like hike. Did all you day go soak go, in it? Yeah. Wow. Oh. After your hike and stuff, we waited yeah. till the end, but yeah, it was great. Cool. How this unique. is neat. Yeah, yeah it's a really cool spot. Recovery and like, yeah. Well, yeah, what a cool idea. Cause it's like, it's very like the high end bougie experience, right? But I mean, it is cool to know those places exist and like, I would love to go back. Yeah, who wouldn't? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny, I think of it from like a guide perspective. I'm like, well, you know, money wise, people pay that much to go sit in a tent in miserable weather with me and I can go pay the same amount and go get like super treatment. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, so find, and find out if I have cancer. Yeah. Downstairs. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's whatever you want to, what you're willing to pay and get out of an experience. But yeah. I noticed really your photo, <clears throat> the Hawaii photo, it was a different firearm. That yeah. looks, I think you and Natalie had the same uh, looking rifle. Yeah. Hers at a, um, um, this is the ridge line. Okay. So my other what's the caliber, like what's the, what's this? This is a 300 wind mag. Okay. Yeah. The okay. one in the photo is a 270 WSM, but it's their summit model. So that was one that I had bought. Okay. And then this was one they, they gave provided me. to yeah. you guys. Okay. Uh, that's okay. what was my next question. So was that like a congratulations? You won a photo yeah. contest here is an awesome 
new rifle. Did they yeah, give you so, that rifle? Yeah. Oh, they did? Oh, that's cool. So you have two of those now. I have two of them now. 270 and a 300. And I Perfect. am going to have their new modern precision hunting rifle. They're badass. They're whole. They're a great company, and yeah, they make incredible things. rifles. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So now, are you like in cahoots? Well, maybe you'll find out. Mm. I, I cannot speak on all of the things. Many things are <laughs> okay. pending here. Yeah, okay. there's. You will see me working with them in the future. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Cool. They're great. Seems like it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, <laughs> speaking about that, like ambassadorship and sponsorship, looking your stuff up. I mean. You have some other ones, right? Fishy. I've worked with Fishy, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not still with them Bubba. now. Um, they're all prior, yeah. Okay. Yep. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. So those are probably older. Okay. I haven't yeah. been updated, but yeah. I've worked with Bubble a lot in the past, um, Sitka a little bit, and now I'm more like Kuyu line, but I don't know. I have so much of everything, so I just mm-hmm. mix and match what I like. Yeah. I did, I mean, with this hunt, was all Sitka mm-hmm. stuff. Um, I don't know. It's huge in that area. Yeah. I mean, a lot of those guys rock that stuff, don't they? I think for me, I just, I had a hard time with the women's line for Sitka in general. It just, their fit wasn't really geared, in my opinion, to yeah. most like modern sized women or like what most women wear. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like the younger crowd, the yeah. itty bitties. So, yeah, um, it doesn't fit true. Yeah. Yeah, because I've, I've purchased some stuff, and um, I didn't end up giving it to my daughter. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, but I got your size, babe. Yeah. Oh, she, oh thanks. She ain't going to fit my yeah. mom's at my mom's. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, okay, my bad. How's the yeah. Kuyu women fit? It's cool that they have women's I, stuff, though. The, I really like the Kuyu women's line. Mm. I think they did a fantastic job with it. More realistic. Oh, in yeah. In terms of, like, their, like true sizes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I've liked their stuff a lot. I have a lot of it. Um, I have a lot of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Well, kudos um, to designers because making hunting gear, you know, 10, 15 years ago when you bought Mossy Oak and all that shit, it was boxy and, you know, it kind of f- was made to fit a broad spectrum of people. Yeah. And then you got Sitka and Kuyu and First Light got in, you know, making more like athletic fit stuff for men. Yeah. Not a lot of options for women. Sitka comes out with some women line, as you said. Their mm-hmm. stuff is for itty bitties. They haven't. It, it's been <clears throat> some years now, um, at least five or six since the women's line came out for Sitka. And it hasn't changed. No. And not mm. to down them at all. They're doing a great job. They have a ton of pieces, but nothing has really changed, I guess, fit-wise. Yeah, and I would like fit. to see... That have, I mean, I'm like two sizes larger in all of these uh, from what I would normally wear just mm-hmm. to go and do this hunt, mm-hmm. you know. And so there's not that level of confidence that I could just go and like order something that's really expensive yeah. and expect it to layer properly and, yeah. and do the job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, whatever. You the find the one really good new, thing. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I think they've been out like two years now. Mm-hmm. Right. At least. Yeah, I think I remember when Tana first posted, it was mm-hmm. like, all the school, you know, and I've got a lot of like the um, layering top pieces. I don't have a lot of the bottom stuff, uh, mm-hmm. but the top stuff I love that are geared specifically for women. But I have a hard time moving away from like my Fall Raven stuff and things like that. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I find mm-hmm. myself wearing a lot of the Kuyu pants that I have is just like an everyday pant. Mm-hmm. I do hunt in them also, but there are more expensive pants that I have in my arsenal that yeah. I end up just going to yeah. more often than not. But 
there's just so much out there. It really, you can't like hate on anybody for what they wear. It's the animals. Yeah, you don't find care what, what you fits wear. best down low or beneath or on top and yep. just mix yeah, and match. It. Yeah. Yep. But that's true. Let's take another quick break. Okay. Big Ray's The Alaskan Outfitter, committed to outfitting Alaskans across the state since 1947. Whether you're a recreator, parent, guide, or corporate buyer, Big Ray's has the gear you need tailored for Alaska's harsh conditions. At Big Ray's, you'll find brands like Carhartt, Grundens, Darn Tough, FXD, Okiwear, and more. Big Ray's is your one-stop shop for both outdoor gear and rugged work attire. Check out their new exclusive line of durable but affordable waders inspired by and named after the majestic Aralik River in remote western Alaska. The Aralik wader was designed by Alaskans and proven for the diverse waters of the last frontier. Visit Big Ray's at any of their five locations statewide, two in Anchorage, two in Fairbanks, one in Kodiak, or check them out online at BigRays.com. Tailored Restoration, helping Alaskans turn disasters into new beginnings since 1972. Their 24-hour services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, and repairs. Tailored built its reputation with years of committed and reliable service to the community with innovative restoration and home remodeling. When you have an unexpected home issue at the most improbable time, Tailored has an emergency response number with trained professionals available to help you anytime, day or night. Tailored Restoration has locations to serve you in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Give them a call at 907-344-1239 or make an appointment today at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Total Truck, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and Overlander products. If you want to customize your vehicle, talk to the team at Total Truck where you'll find their expertise along with top brands such as ARE, RSI Smart Caps, Goose Gear, Eye Camper, Front Runner, Rigid Lights, Rhino Lining Bed Liners, and everything you need to outfit your truck or SUV. Want to turn your truck into a sleeping option? They have rooftop tents, custom camping equipment, electronics, and solar energy packages to keep you powered up deep in the backcountry. Stop by their store location on Dowling between the new and old Seward Highway or check them out at TotalTruckAK.com. Uh, Beyond the Lens? Is that like a previous Aww. old show or something? I was on an episode with them. Okay. It, was a, it was a group that I guided in uh off when i was sports fish guiding okay for a little bit and then they did a show for pbs and so gotcha. there's an episode on there yeah gotcha mm-hmm. nice um fly fishing see that you're into that yeah that was my first my first love outside of college i guess you know when you're done being an athlete and everyone's like okay a little runner so are you gonna be an olympian and run marathons and i'm like hell no yeah. i don't know what i'm gonna do yet and i'm then, a fish uh, I was like, how do I get back into that? And then, yeah, kind of fell into fly fishing. I worked at um, Mountain View Sports for a little bit too after college. So that kind of like fueled the fire there and, you know, made a a lot of friends that got me into that. So, And you were living down in Soldatna. At the time, I was still in Anchorage. Yeah. And then when I moved back down to Soldatna, I was doing it like a lot and then got my guide license and then guided out in Bristol Bay for two years and, and then met brett i guess got in a taxidermy and then met brett so kind of moved away from fishing yeah and now i'm working more towards um 
a, my registered guide license right now. I have an assistant guide license. Oh wow! So Good Brett and you. I kind of like teamed up together, and we're we're both guiding together. So I guess I'm moving more that direction. I should say. Mm-hmm. But mm. I have not been fly fishing as much as I l- wish I would be. Yeah. Yeah, that used, that, used, that used to mm-hmm. be an all-the-time thing for you. Oh, like, yeah. That was we it. We all go through that phase, right? Yeah. But, I mean, you and I have that in common where we like to have a lot of, like, challenging hobbies and passions, and we get into it, and we don't quite, like, hit the ceiling, but we're, like, where we're happy and want where we want to be, and then we find that new thing that, like, creeps in at the same time. We're, like, cool, yeah. jump into that. Yeah. So now you have this whole, like, arsenal of hobbies. It's, like what version of me do you want today? Like, what yeah. are we going to go do? <laughs> yeah. You Cause know? I can Cause do all the things. Yeah. 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 And you get like really into it. You buy all the gear, you spend all the time. And then you're like, I'm at the pinnacle of like, I'm okay with where I'm at right now. So what's the next thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's kind of what happened. Well, interests change with, you know, absolutely um, maturing and, you know, obviously life changes. Friend yeah, yeah. Friends and, mm-hmm. and relationships and, Things change over time, right? Yep. You know, you're you're late teens to twenties to thirties, and if you enter into your forties, and my brother and I were just talking about this this weekend. How you know he used to be diehard hunting partner, and he just one day was like, "I don't want to go moose hunting anymore." I'm like, "What the fuck? How could you possibly <laughs> not want to go on a moose hunt? I have to like, find a new it's partner. draw period time. Like, you got to put in for permits. Like, I'm, I'm putting you this in. Year. And he's like, oh, "I'm good." I'm like. I'm, I'm just eye tweaking it. Like, how could you not <laughs> want to do it? Well, you fast forward several years past, you know, he, he rides motorcycles and he's got, you know, he's buys antique three wheelers and dirt bikes and he likes to build them in his garage. I it's thought just, it was just antiques. He buys uh, antiques. Yeah. Well, his, 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 he's yeah. woodworking now. His, his interest, he his, interest, his interest changed <laughs> yeah. in what he's passionate yeah. about. Yeah. Picked up new hobbies. Yep. Did that. You Does he still want to get a moose? Enough time in the day for right. all your hobbies. You know? And I didn't, yeah. I didn't yeah. understand it. It made me frustrated. And <laughs> I don't want to say resentful, but I was like. For a second. I was did. just kind of like, I don't understand how we share this thing together as brothers and friends. That we do this and you don't want to do it anymore. Like, kind of fuck you, you know. But then <laughs> but he's my brother and I love him. So I don't really feel that way. But at the time, I'm like, I didn't understand. Now, fast forward a few years, you mature, you get older. You, you can respect that. And yeah. be like, cool, man. It's okay. I mean, I used to be a diehard go to the Russian for the opener. I honestly, I I don't really care to do that anymore. Yeah. People look at me sideways. I'm like, well, you do it for 15 years. On to the next. You, you want to go do something else, you yeah. know? And so that's cool that yes. you recognize. I've never that. even been to opening day on the Russian. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think uh, I ever will. What? I well, applaud I mean, you for fighting that fight. Well, yeah. I mean, how are you going to do it now? You, we're, no, you're, I know. You're, you're, you had to have the spot reserved three months ago. Yeah. <laughs> she goes to Ikigik. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's, I know. She's yeah. grabbing them in a net. Yeah. So it's a game changer after that. I'm like, the last thing I want to do is catch a salmon on a rod. Uh, right. right. Why that's 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 I'm like, Ugh, no. Gross. Yeah. Salmon. <laughs> like she wants to flay another damn fish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, please, no. Where's the trout at? Yeah. You assholes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, I want to go trout. back to the show stuff because I know as people knew that you're going to come on, people had a lot of questions on how like the background and like behind the scenes of how these shows are filmed. Um, maybe walk us through like, you know, what does that look like when they show up to you guys' place? Is there like, okay, today we have to film this. Is there like a, 
schedule? Is there like forced content? Are they like making you guys like do things that you're like, uh, I wouldn't do this. Curious about that. Yeah. (laughs) What am I allowed to say? Um, Of course, all yeah. Don't break contracts. Let's start. Let's start with just like being followed by cameras. Let's start there. Like. Yeah, and there, I mean, there is the element you got to have, it's a TV network, so they got to have drama, they're gonna, Mm. and a lot of these shows, they've been doing it for so many years, so you get new talent, and they're going, hey, this is the kind of storyline we need, Mm. you know, and they don't really even know us yet, and they're like, can you make this happen, can you do this, and we're like, well, okay. basically we're like, no, I mean, it's been... I wouldn't say it's been a battle, but we've been very vocal about what we will and will not do. Okay. And then kind of work around those lines. You know, you can't make it easy on them, on yeah. anybody, on any network. You're not going to change your guys'. Well, right. You don't want to script it all out. I will say that I think with a lot of talent in the field, it's easier to have a script. And mm. feedback that we've heard too, even from the producers are like, uh, TV film crew that comes out, you know, they're like, you guys are actually doing it and they see the potential. They're like, we could do so much cool stuff. But the problem is, is they have to have a storyline before they even show up. So they pre-write all this Mm. stuff and then they come in and they go, well, this is what they kind of want, but what do you guys normally do? And let's find common ground. And basically if we could make what you normally do look just as cool or Mm. follow those criteria that we need, then we can make it happen and like give them that. And so we've been able to kind of, I guess, show ourselves. Like the first year we kind of had to play this fine line. And now we're going into like, look, we this is what we do. Yeah. And you guys are here to film it. And if this is what you want, then you have to come. Like if you want to watch us breaking trail and getting stuck and having a hell of a time, then you need to come These the days. first week that we come out yeah. and not have us try to simulate this later to fit this storyline gotcha you know that's just unrealistic really but well like right. yeah, there are but it's the tv mantra though it's kind of the well if it's happened to you before you've still done it can you re- do it so like you're not like faking it because it's happened to you even if it happened to you 10 years ago oh, you know so it's like oh you got stuck this way on this hill like make One it happen time. again <laughs> you know and, and you just can't and and the hard thing with Brett and I is we're being filmed as two people, as ta- two talents instead of just one. So they want genuine interaction between he and I. And when we're out, especially on the trap line, we don't communicate. Like, we already know. Like, we know our jobs. We know our roles. And so it's really hard. Yeah, your face is covered up. You just look at each other and you're like, that way. Go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, but they need some here, audio. Yeah. So we're sitting there yeah. and I'm like, yeah. okay. They want to hear a little. They want to hear a little bigger. Do we set it this way? You know, and he looks at me like with a death glare, and he's like, "Why are you asking me how we do it this (laughs) way? (laughs) You know how we do it this way, you idiot. You know." And I'm like, "Because the world doesn't know why we do it this way." So, yeah, this year that we've got it figured out a lot better, and um, we have a good team, and yeah, it's. But yes, there's that element of you know, and they kind of come in with a story, and but probably now that they know you guys and what you're really about. They could probably go back to their writers and be like, "Okay, let's write this in because this is actually what's happening." Yeah, or they're actually, they see it. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. got it. Yeah. Now, do you guys become obviously you're like living with these people? How many camera dudes are there? Last year we had three. This year we have two. Okay, so it, we're down a little bit, but um, we have two really good ones, 
And that's part of the criteria too. You know, we were very adamant about having someone that could ride a snow machine. Okay. That was my um, next question. They got to be capable to go out there yep. and yep. hopefully you don't have to save their lives. Yeah. I mean, there's that because you'll spend the whole day getting your like crew the cameraman unstuck. Stuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you waste the whole day and, you know, in December you got three or four hours of light to work with and that's TV. You can't shoot without light. Yeah. So. Or they're blowing a stock. It counts. Yeah. And so Brett's up at three in the morning and he's prepping all the snow machines and getting all the gear together. And basically it's just turnkey for them. So we're, yes, we're filming and, you know, telling these stories for TV, but we're also f basically still guiding. So I gotcha. mean, we're running a full operation and I'm still feeding five people mm. and, you know, making so they're sure not coming with their own happy. gear. You guys are providing the snow machine. You guys are providing, yeah. they bring all their camera gear and their stuff that they need. And then we have all everything else. So basically it's turnkey. They show up, we ride out and gotcha. then we provide everything. So Brett has to maintain all the snow machines. We have to keep enough wood to fire or keep the whole house warm and run showers and yeah, all sorts of stuff. So there's a lot of behind the scenes work just to even operate. Mm hmm for the two weeks that you're out there. And um, also, if we didn't have Starlink, you know, we'd have a lot of unhappy people too. But oh, okay, gotcha. I mean, what a game very, changer, right? Very luxury with yeah. that, yeah, to yeah. have Starlink. But yeah, it's a full-time job. But this year, I think it's we've got a little more dialed and kind, kind of have a system. Yeah. So it's not as strenuous yeah. so far. How does it work with, um, like, not to get into, like, details or numbers but like contract negotiations are you like meeting with an executive and like okay we want to sign you guys for one more year or are you like able to like is there an agent involved or are you guys just it's deciding a year what by your year contract yeah okay and then there is a lot of that worth and um rentals and things like that so it has to be worth our time okay because they're obviously getting charged for these snow machines they're using and getting mm -hmm. charged for staying at your guys's place and all that yep. stuff got it yep almost like a client Mm -hmm. yeah yeah yep no they've been extremely gracious i mean we've they've more than made it worth our time yeah. so it's been a side hobby thing but it's been fun for us and um hopefully i'll enjoy watching season two season one it's weird to watch yourself I on bet. tv and that's like i can't even listen yeah. to myself on the podcast like, i've never, never been self-conscious yeah. but for some reason uh, with a, yeah me on tv i feel like i just loathe that's so many be things a whole about myself level yeah than just listening to your own voice but actually seeing yourself seeing it and see, because you know what really happened and then by the time it goes all the way to post it all edited have, out and yeah <clears throat> and you have people that are reading notes and if someone didn't take good enough notes or wasn't really there or they go i kind of like how this story's told this way versus what actually happened and you don't know the final product till you see it right so <laughs> yeah. we're watching it you know just we're like, oh, so I'm like, wow, yeah. we look like idiots at that point. <laughs> like, thank you. That's not what happened, you know, but yeah. it's okay. I mean, that, you just have to know it's TV and you, you sign up for it. For yeah, that, exactly. Yeah. 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 And really it's not that bad of a, sh I mean, the show itself is a great show. Um, I always thought of it more on the lines of boring. Like they're really good at making boring stuff seem interesting to the rest okay. of the world and so that's kind of because we really fought it for a long time um it took a couple months we were kind of the last ones to be like okay i think we'll do it like on these terms and we had like pages of we're like you know so many things that can't be said is or that done or just a, is that just a list that you and brett came up with together yeah. mm -hmm. 
Brett's list. Yeah. Yeah. But I agree. I mean, you you have to protect your own and what, what you were, do. What were like a, a few of the things on the list that were like, will not. Big things are names. So like n- names of anywhere we are, what we're doing. Oh, oh like this don't creek up the or spot. this whatever. Vehicles. Mm. Yeah. There's just certain things that we didn't want shared or shown or um you know just to kind of protect what we do and privacy yeah yeah. that that checks out yeah so a whole bunch of that kind of stuff and then um yeah well and then and then depicting it as um genuine Mm -hmm. right i mean having not having met brett and and having this conversation with you um you're going to be damned if you're going to sell out per se to tv and depict something that isn't what you guys really are doing. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I'm sure this is like a take it or leave it thing. Yep. It's like, if you guys don't want to do it this way, we're good. We're yep. just going to run our trap line mm-hmm. and do our thing anyway, right? With or without you. Yep. But we're not going to fake this shit for TV. Mm-hmm. It's got to look real and be real in what we are and who we are. Yep. And I, that's, that's cool because it's easy to sell out. And let the producer, producers make it what it is and make it what they want the world to see versus yeah. Yeah. finding a compromise. That, and they've been more cool. than willing to work with us on everything and are on the same page yeah. as we are. And um, after the Christensen hunt, uh, I met up with Brett and then we even drove up through Montana and went and met all of the people at the production company. Oh, no way. And we went through there. And so we got to kind of face-to-face with people okay. that were editing yeah. us. On, on their on their uh, Yeah, turf. on their turf. Yeah. yeah. So we got to roll in and um, meet those guys. And so we have this uh, more face-to-face connection now. And Sure. Yeah. And first season of anything, I guess, TV-wise is going to be really awkward. Yeah. So I don't know. We're just kind of enjoying the ride and seeing where it takes us. And we're just trying to be authentic and yeah. just share our story. Authentic. And, that was the actual yeah, word I meant word. to mm-hmm. say. Not yeah. genuine. Authentic. Yeah. Because, man, Alaska stuff, there's so much cool content on TV and internet about Alaska. But, you know, us as Alaskans, you watch shows, Ice Road Truckers, you know, Deadliest Catch. You know, there's just you watch these things and you're kind of like, sometimes you're so hung up on trying to nitpick what's real and what's not and all this and you'll never truly know that's what yeah you have to take everything instead of just enjoying it it's a yeah yeah Yeah. i mean but to hear what you guys are doing like i'm really excited to watch it because of um i'm gonna go watch it tonight the parameters the parameters that you set to make it genuine and authentic yeah Yeah. And just oh. knowing well, you'll laugh because after sitting that. with me at a table, right. you'll be like, look how awkward she is. She's like, hello. We are, we, are a, we are working a trap line. I'm going to go trap this oh. animal. Let me start the snow machine. 100%. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, well, it'll be cool to see like after this one and then as you guys go on, if you decide to continue with it as you grow and probably come, become more comfortable in front of the camera mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And it's cool to see... Like other shows, like, for example, Life Below Zero and, you know, Sue Aikens and these people that are, like, up for Emmys and, like, Mm -hmm. this lady's just, like, living her life and now she's dressed up at some red carpet thing, like, about to try to win See, and that's why you have to get Brett on here because he has so many good stories. Uh, He he worked for Life Below Zero, too, as their safety guy for a while. So he even had, like, prior experience with TV in general, like, from behind the scenes. 
And so him and Sue are really close, and she's supposed to come do a moose hunt with us this next year. But um, things, and and I tell her story a lot too when I explain like TV stuff to people because there's an episode where she's on a moose hunt, and you know they're like looking for tracks, and it's in the wintertime, and she's like, "Oh, there's a moose that went right here," and then the scene cuts to these like rabbit tracks. Oh, and everyone's like, (laughs) "What? What an idiot!" You know, she's like, she doesn't know what's going on. It's literally like really poor notes from posts and they're like oh tracks in the snow here put this there but all of us look at that and we're like those are yeah. rabbit tracks dude right <laughs> and they're like building up like she's yeah. tracking she's on the trail step, right? oh, <laughs> and like, production error yes yeah. but it happens all the time yeah i mean yeah, it's just so the, much content not everybody and most with people you yeah and most yeah. people in probably the field. Wouldn't, wouldn't catch it but like, right but i mean it's something Alaskans as simple will. as yeah. that that yeah. you know people hang on and well. yeah well they're almost looking look for it to be like oh like they've got to be there yeah you know yeah we call them breadcrumbs you have to leave a little bit of breadcrumbs for those guys that like look for it so they're like oh Look at that. You yeah, know? okay. You're like, oh, oh nice. You really There's got it. Thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You nailed it, buddy. Yeah. So keep them watching, you know, because they're like, oh, next week I'm going to find another find one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Piece, yeah. Of yeah. Nice. Oh, piece of candy. Piece of yeah. candy. Yeah. Yeah. It's TV, you know. It's never, yeah. it's, yeah. it's never going to be yeah. truly authentic, but... When you guys' is genuine um, trap line and stuff like that, is there a story maybe that you can share where you're like, man, you rolled up and, like, the slinks was not really attached and you, there was is there some kind of crazy thing where like shit got hairball no share not hairball i mean the whole when we were talking earlier about like three wolves you know and they were filming that you know that was just like wild and crazy and we expected one but not three um you know i mean that's exciting and they filmed all that and then we'll get some live animals in a trap like that were just caught and they film it but none of that will ever make tv but yeah but so maybe maybe like anything that wasn't not on was TV. It wasn't like where the crew film crew oh. wasn't there. Like you could tell our no. listeners the real story. Yeah. Like no. you had a bonk I mean this we've had I, well yeah. I mean we dispatch Martin all the time and yeah. um Brett just had a mink. But no nothing like predator really other than wolves. Have you had to pull that four fifty four out? Well the moose charge, right? The moose charge we did, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, they and don't know. Had, Maybe they don't you know, had about one that. I don't know about that. You guys? Oh yeah. yeah, it's on my Instagram. But um, we did have like a video. One, yeah. yeah. Oh shit! Let's pull it up. One little bull, one little feisty bull. Um, we were. They were riding Canadian. Well, yeah. Shoot. I didn't have a snow machine yet. <laughs> yeah, shoot, say? shoot. They're riding Canadian. Is that, is that next yeah. to us? Is that like? No, Canadian, the two si- Canadian yeah. side to side. I love the- riding Canadian the two side It's my favorite thing. I don't have it's to probably focus. probably so warm. My head's on a just- swivel. It's got hand warmers. I'm looking yeah. around. I'm like, moose sheds, moose sheds. Yep. But, um, just see everything. So will it take you just to reels? Uh, we can go to reels, yeah. Yeah. It's the, um, oh, it should be pinned. Is okay, this like down. a little promo? Yeah. I can think we play that? Yeah. You mind? Go ahead. Are you Bluetoothed? Yeah, man, I'm Bluetoothed up. It's just the Mountain Alaska promo. You can die anywhere if you screw up. You just lost your engine. <gasps> you really oh, shit. There's a multitude of things that can go wrong. But I wouldn't do anything else. Mountain Men Alaska. New series Thursday, November 9th at 8. Only on If the Brett was show. sitting here, he'd go, there's my hand. There's my hand. My chainsaw. My chainsaw. There I am. I'm on the TV. I'm on the TV. I'm on the TV. Um, okay. Yeah, you'll have to scroll for it, I guess. So keep going down. Oh, let's see. 
but we were hauling out like a whole bed so we had like a mattress and frame and all this stuff so we really couldn't get off trail at all okay go up. too far yeah I, I where think, are we at i think i saw it down there oh maybe you did okay yeah go keep I don't going remember. Down. yeah i think i saw a moose like the ears pinned back right the left this one yeah is that not it no no that's a skinning one okay keep oh, going okay my bad damn Jeez. girl you got a lot of reels oh, oh there it one. is that one this one here yeah yeah, yeah. Cowboy, now I'm coming Holy shit, look how pissed he is. Oh. <laughs> Did you let one off? No. She's riding behind him, like, filming. Oh, okay. That's Brett. Wow, he... He was ready very, to. Very poised. Uh, Surprised he didn't let one off, man. That thing well, was right on top I mean, of like, you. He knows that gun well. That was the thing, though. He's like, if that hoof wouldn't have came up over the top, he would have. pulled yeah. the trigger, yeah. yeah. But it really was like right there. He just touched the machine, turned around. But was it glucking and grunting and stuff? Because it's opening no, its mouth and whatnot. No, he just was tired because he wouldn't get off, off the, trail. the trail. What oh. amazing freaking! And we tried. I mean, they just wouldn't get off. And we have thirty miles we have to ride in. At some point, you just have to keep kind of pushing him. Mean, he was just getting tired of it, and yeah. we couldn't get off trail. And that was a big argument. And I'm like, you don't know how deep the snow is, and we have a like a sled two probably. tandem sleds we were dragging nice. with like beds and bed frames and like all this heavy stuff we were hauling in and so we just heading, can't afford you were to get heading stuck. into the cabin yeah and our other machine was in the shop so it wasn't like i had a machine to pull us out we have a come along but i'm like this is going to be oh hell no you don't want an hour yeah. long day or two hour long day versus a 10 hour long day with yeah. an angry moose i'm like sorry buddy you're just gonna well and you have to imagine to too out. um that looked like a young bull that maybe just got like oh super his tiny. mom just kicked him out that that fall probably oh yeah um you know when a, when you know she was finding a new suitor um and he probably was a using that suitor. trail like they i'm not getting do. off this fucking trail they dude i can't do. walk in that seven feet of snow or yeah. six feet of snow well it's a death sentence and they know it mm-hmm. and that year too was really bad because the snow is so deep it and so like a really stressed out moose. you look at their yeah. trails and it just looks like somebody's dragging a canoe all through the woods you know because their bellies just drag through yeah. the snow and it's really sad to see and and you know we know putting in all our trails they use them and it's just something that you just face all the time mm-hmm. with anything yeah but well good on him for not I would and that was why I shared. Down, that's why I shared pretty, the video. Yeah, pretty cool. Because there's a lot of controversy with that, but you know, I tried to share it from a standpoint of, you know, we carry for protection, but you have to be able to read a situation, be comfortable with the gun that you're carrying, and be able to read an animal's behavior, or know how much time you have, regardless of the reaction. Like, it could have pulled a hoof up beforehand, but he just knew he had a feeling he's like it's not going to happen i'm going to wait it out i mean that thing was yeah. like beyond hackled up i mean he's hackling yeah. and his mouth was yeah doing this and i mean and he nothing looked. was working i mean you could do fire off warning shots and it, he didn't care yeah so it just he was just young and grumpy and, yeah but that was right after um uh i forget who it was but one of the mushers that got her dogs got trampled mm. and so that was the week prior and was so that like a springish time yeah. So I was after a long ass winter. I think that it was March or so. Yeah, maybe. Through. Yeah. Yeah. So it just comes mm. with the territory. But mm-hmm. I mean, 
we're on a hunk of metal versus like a dog sled or just walking. I mean, in any other scenario, yeah, we would have shot it, but we're on a snow machine. So we're a little bit safer. He hit that front of that thing and was like, Oh no, thank you. (laughs) Just turned and ran. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have a favorite, uh, like game recipe or meal that you would be willing to share? Jeez, you should have gave me a little more forethought. Um, can I guess? Go ahead. Oh, you're going to guess? Okay. Porcupine chili. Hell no. <laughs> 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 got built-in toothpicks. Thank you, thank you everyone for laughing at that. Well, how so about this? Something that's know. like a go-to. You're doing it like once a week. Fred's favorite thing is moose spaghetti. I make that pretty often. Okay. But oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I play around with all sorts of stuff. I, I'm blessed that I have a freezer full of just tons of different yeah. game mm-hmm. and so i just have fun playing with different things or whatever i'm kind of craving but um yeah i'd like to start kind of blogging about it more sharing a lot of those different recipes because i wouldn't say that i have like a go-to i cook a lot with fish and mm-hmm. um have recipes for it that are my i guess a go-to but yeah um i don't know i just yeah kind it's, of, it's i'm more fluent i guess with my cooking okay yeah if that makes sense do you have a favorite like Okay, if you can only have one game species, you can only be I'm a big, oh, yeah. like, I'm a big seafood fan. Okay, but I mean, because oh, nice. well, I grew up with a fishing family and we have an yeah. ocean boat, and so I feel very. We were just kind of talking about this the other day with the girls in Mexico, and yeah, like if you were dying, what would your last meal be? <laughs> oh, and, there you go, uh, good question. Damn. You know, I'm like straight to the a, truth. A surf and turf of some sort, you know. So for me, I always lean back to something with like scallops and oysters or yeah, crab and scallops. Nice. Like I'm a big scallops fan. Yeah. Um, mm, and then you got to have a oysters. good fish paired with that. But yeah, I don't know. Shrimp. I love some Prince William Sound yeah. shrimp. Some mm. spot prawns, but. Yeah. What different about you, stuff yeah. you um, last meal let's hear it you're dying you I'm, went to the I'm, you went to colorado and they told you got cancer oh my god the pool told me i had cancer and was serve you up your last meal yeah here. i don't know after um you know having elk my for my first time this year it's um, like that yeah, speaking of that it's coming your way uh yeah. elk backstrap you know that was like probably some of like the most insane meat I've ever had. So that's fine. Uh, I, I got, got you and my physical elk. therapist promised me. I'll, um, mm. I'm shit. telling I'll you, I agree with you there. It's dang good. Yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna. Well, I'm curious on on like because yours, you said it was sage and um, mint, minty, so, whereas yeah. whereas the Fognac elk, those are Rocky Mountain, and yeah. are so different. They're not feeding on sage. And, right. and she that, so. she shot a Rocky Mountain. You shot. I mean. Uh, Roosevelt. Roosevelt, sorry, mm-hmm. Rocky Mountain, Roosevelt. Ooh, side by side. Yeah, well, my we'll come meet party. Ivy, yeah. come, Ivy, come. We do host. I don't know if you told Ivy oh, about our annual game. March. Please, can I come? Yes, yes. it's set are, for March thirtieth. Are you available? In March thirtieth. We love for you guys. Come. Are you kidding? That's my birthday. Bro. March thirtieth. What? That's the day. Was it your birthday We're last year it. when we did it? Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh oh. I already sure? know what I'm gonna make. <laughs> okay. We haven't put out like the official invite, but yeah. this is your official invite. Thanks. I'll yeah. be there. We need a calendar sesh. <laughs> uh oh. Are you out of town? Emily party. No. Well, maybe not. I don't know. It was promised Look maybe at this calendar. Maybe Look a at spring you. bear hunt of some kind. Ooh. Maybe. Oh, that's very spring. We'll Ooh, see. If you need a friend. <laughs> oh, you wanna come? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I know how to skin a bear. Are we talking about <laughs> spring on snow machine or like 
boat spring in March it hike around be. airplane Oh, she went full Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. She, <laughs> she went Never right to mind. the top. Right to the top. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I'll be a ground mm-hmm. rat. That's cool. <laughs> ground rat? A ground rat. The, the stuff you guys trap, do you guys harvest? Um, I'm just trying to think like. You're not like eating, meat you're wise? Not, yeah, you're not eating wolf. You're probably not eating I've mink. eaten beaver. I've eaten lynx backstraps. What about lynx? They're pretty good. If you've had, white, have you like, had lion at all? Mountain lion? No, I've wanted to a lot. People say, it, I haven't good. had a big cat like that, but they they it's say awesome. it's just like mountain lion and it's yeah. good. Oh, that's not true. I just had mountain lion in Colorado, but hmm. yeah, for the first time. Um, but yeah, no, it's very good. Um, but other than that, no, we basically just use the carcasses as more bait for more traps. So everything right, gets right. used. Yeah. But I don't, do you, do you guys get much Wolverine? I, I've mm-hmm. seen some photos of Wolverine. Those yeah. are probably a little more rare, though, right? Yeah. Well, they're a little further out, and oh. um, they're kind of at the edge of our line. But okay. a lot of the times, we just don't have as many pictures with them because they're on client weeks, and they okay. take them home. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So they kind of aim for the big four. So, like, lynx, Wolverine, wolf, coyote. Okay. So okay. that's kind of like our agenda when people come out. Yeah. So we go for those. And why are they further out? Is that just where the habitat? Well, I guess for further them? out from our cabin. I mean, they're more mm-hmm. up in the alpine sort of area okay. and traveling okay. around there. So All right. those are like easier targets. You guys are us. down in the lower land, uh, maybe like swamp wetland. Yeah, and then more like, you guys are yep. going up into the subalpine yeah we like get it timber all. line kind mm-hmm. of stuff to go get those okay. and they'll come down they run through and stuff but wherever the food it, food's at yeah mm-hmm. i mean they they travel all over yeah but uh targeted wise they're kind of more on the outer edge of where we run you guys have game cams on your traps no we used to but okay yeah just an extra damn thing and the batteries die and the yeah Probably more fun and just go out Brett's and see what had you people yeah, I get surprised. steal them and stuff too in the past so he just kind of quit Oh, out. really? That's fun. Yeah. Up. You put in a snow machine trail somewhere and somebody's going to find it eventually. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. like sure. anything. So, yeah. Yeah. Sleds have come along so. so <laughs> She's got her calendar out. I know. Look, look at her. March. <laughs> Are you in you March? Put it on March 30th, girl. That's <laughs> your actual birthday? <laughs> yeah. Dang. <laughs> I thought okay. we had it last year on March 30th. What are you going to be? No, it was like April 7th. How old are you? Oh, come on, Ivy. We don't <laughs> ask those kind of questions. She's 32. <laughs> yep. That's what I was going to say. I thought you were a year older than me. Yep, 32. Young but you're friends with Dallas, so I don't know. I was like, <laughs> I don't think she's as old as Dallas. I hope she hears me say that. I'm older than Dallas. <laughs> Dallas did an awesome trip. Yeah. I was watching her pictures and stuff. Which mm-hmm. one? all of her stuff she was doing <laughs> oh yeah yeah she's doing some cool stuff she's in christmas island right now yeah she's getting oh after we it. just heard about that mm-hmm. man that sounds like a badass place to go fish it sure does huh. mm. we're someday we're, <laughs> someday <laughs> someday we have to are go. they selling that in an auction at the sheep bank with this no, i don't think so <laughs> no, if no, they no, were no, i'll no, be no, front no, and no. center yeah but there you will <laughs> Um, Ivy plans for 2024. What is this year like looking for you? Oh, geez. Um, hard to say. Uh, I think personal plans we're going to work on foundation of our house and kind of go that route and kind of develop our land a little bit. And then, um, where the places in Wasilla? Yeah. Cool. Yep. And we have a bunch of clients on deck. And then, um, I don't know, we have some talk of personal hunts, but we'll kind of finalize that probably after SCI. Um, we kind of trade around with our friends and stuff. So mm. we've had 
out of country hunts on the list and um yeah we kind of had a setback this last year of just like change of direction and just our plans and everything so we'll see not where necessarily we go. the traditional hunting opportunities no i don't it's funny maybe i mean we'll probably i like to do kodiak we have our moose hunts and stuff like that mm-hmm. we didn't put in for any draws and we did do a bison tag we put in for one of those but other than that we didn't put in for anything and then everything else will just be on a whim for us it's kind of like oh we got a couple days here till so-and-so shows up and the weather's nice let's run after a sheep if there are any (laughs) where we like to go and um yeah or like oh kodiak looks great we'll hop on a plane and go down there so Mm. it's hard to plan for the both of us in that sense yeah. Our wedding is this summer, so I have that I'm looking forward to. Oh, that's right. huge. Yeah, so I have that planning. That's got, you yeah. say kind of a highlight. That, but, uh, before, yeah. after. before yeah. after. Uh, right before <laughs> fishing. Right before fishing. Cool. Yep. And then Up I north. have some more like group stuff with it's girls. It's in Igigak. It's in Slovakia. Yeah, your invite's in my bag, by the way. But Love that. You know I wouldn't come with that one. Yeah, so I don't know. We've got Cool. I love full I arsenal love, plans. I love that you're doing it in Sylvana. Yeah, it's like it'll be fun. That feels good for mm-hmm. you. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, we are going to my home. Mm-hmm. Cool. Go. That's where we're gonna go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seems but, like um, it works out that way. Yeah, you yeah. guys, you plan the wedding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll be there. <laughs> exactly. Like everyone wants to go fishing, anyways. So yeah, it has to be down there. Yeah, yeah, it just works out. Mm-hmm. So I don't awesome. know things everywhere. Well, Ivy, thanks for coming in and sharing you your guys. story with us and a little insight on um, what you got going on. <laughs> I mean, you got a lot going on. Um, so thank you for yeah. being for taking the time to coming out here and telling us. I know our yeah. audience would be very excited for this show. Emily, thanks you for also for coming in and, and your friendship with Ivy and the connection and the mayor as well for we making just it happen. Need to hang Absolutely. out more. We will. <laughs> and thank you guys for being my first podcast. Yeah, I crushed it. So yeah, fun. Man. Crushed it. We're so very blessed to have uh, had your time. Yeah, it was fun. And hopefully, mm-hmm. it'll open your mind up to accepting some other invitations when they come. Yeah. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. your time is uh, very valuable. <laughs> so. Uh, you did peak early. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's downhill from here. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. You guys are doing really cool stuff, man. Just another amazing story of a very unique and exciting, like, a badass lifestyle that you and Brett are living. Obviously, we got to hear oh, your side. Thanks, yeah. Uh, you'll have to get a good word for us. Get yep. his ass in yeah, here. Yeah, he yeah. will. Like, these dudes are cool. They got a cool <laughs> studio. They just want to hear you tell stories. Uh-huh. I mean, we're all about hearing stories. It's good and, practice for you to tell uh, stories. Yeah. But no, you guys are, are, are living it and, like, living it. Well, it comes with its know? own sacrifices. So, for I mean, sure. it's fun to tell our story and how it works for us. And it doesn't work for everybody, but I hope it inspires other people, especially women, like getting back into the sport. And that was kind of my whole thing about women's trapping retreat and everything, you know, mm-hmm. just get everybody back in and like, you can do this stuff, yeah. you know, you don't have to go balls to the wall and live in a dry cabin, but I mean, There's ways find to your happy medium. Yeah. To be comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And like, Shouldn't you know, and not everyone can buy a brand new 2024 snow machine. You know, you find your balances. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to portray a story like, Oh, well look, she has all these things. It's like, well, 
that's been a lot of it. years. Yeah. It, you have to pour, pour in a lot of money, but that's our full-time gig. And so that's why it looks the way that it does. Yeah. But anyone can curate like their own little world mm-hmm. in that bubble, mm-hmm. you know, in their own way and make it theirs. Well, and I, I wanted to say thanks for um, showing us the world and our, even our Alaskan community that there's still a modern trapper still mm-hmm. a way to be a trapper it's still there has to be it's or it's gonna thing. die yeah you know yeah i it mean won't it's, exist it's gonna take mm-hmm. folks like yourselves to promote it um and and the fact that it's there is some self-promotion obviously in everything social media but i think the bigger picture is trapping still a thing it's still alive it's a tradition and it needs to stay alive yeah because it goes back Many, many, many years, and yep. it's it's tradition of humans, mm-hmm. you know, not just Alaskans or Canadians or Russians or whatever. Indigenous like people, indigenous yeah. peoples did I this. I didn't for find a out until I became a trapper that my family were trappers first before commercial fishermen. So it right. was really cool oh, right. to have that a part of my heritage. You know, yeah. Yeah. it's yeah. very much embedded into Alaska history as a whole. Yeah, and, who, and so yeah, sad well who you are for that idea f- to die. You know, so. Yeah, everybody keep, keep doing what keeps you're doing. fighting for it the same as they fight for their hunting rights here in Alaska. You know, oh, we yeah. got to fight for yep. trapping too. So yeah. And congratulations well to all your success, future success. We wish you the best. Thanks guys. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. IVO on Instagram, BBB Alaska. Check that mm-hmm. out. Mountain men on the history channel. Mountain men, Alaska. Yes. Well, yes. yes. All that. Yeah. Emily, Ivy, thank you. Alaska, thank you for listening. As yeah. always, stay wild. You remember my speaking to you of what I call your overcautiousness. Are you not overcautious when you assume that you cannot do what the enemy is constantly doing? The Alaska Wild Project podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors. Barney Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. The exclusive home of Frontier Gear, built for the rugged Alaskan terrain. Your one-stop shop for all your outdoor needs. Visit Barney's today at 906 West Northern Lights. Big Rays, the Alaskan outfitter, committed to outfitting Alaskans across the state since 1947. Whether you're a recreator, parent, guide, or corporate buyer, Big Rays has the gear you need tailored for Alaska's harsh conditions. Check out their new exclusive line of aerobic waders. Big Rays for all your outdoor gear and rugged work attire. BigRays.com. Tailored Restoration 24-Hour Emergency Home Services. Helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. TheTreeHouseAK.com, located at 341 Boniface Parkway, Alaska's own and grown cannabis and CBD store. Ask the bud tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. The Treehouse, where the culture lives. AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska, built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation, with exclusive products such as their sugar wax, full-spectrum diamond sauce cards, and more. Ask your local bud tender about AKO. 
Marijuana has intoxicating effects that may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under the influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For the use of only by adults 21 and older. Keep out of the reach of children, and marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. Lawn Pro AK, Alaska's year-round professional property maintenance team. Services include weekly lawn care, custom landscaping, fertilizing, weed control, turf repair, and more. Schedule your free estimate at lawnproak.com. Alaska's OG Cider Company, Double Shovel, crafting gluten-free colonial-style ciders, founded as a healthier non-inflammatory brew option. Drop by their Pop and Tap room in Anchorage off of 58th and Arctic or visit the second location in Kodiak. Double Shovel, award-winning ciders. Alaska Mining and Diving Supply, located in Anchorage, is our go-to for powder sleds and utility rigs. Whether you're in the mountains with the flat bill bros, running trap lines, or hauling freight, they have the selection to get you dialed from peaks to the valleys. Find them on Commercial Drive or akmining.com. and act upon the clean, I say try. If we never try, we shall never succeed. This proposition is a simple truth. And it's too important to be lost sight of for a moment. If we cannot beat the enemy where he now is, we never can. It is all easy if our troops march as well as the enemy. And it is unmanly to say they cannot do it.